0: Paranormies live stream annual Halloween live stream I'm Johnny Monoxide and tonight I have a very large panel for you what is up guys we have Alt Skull what's up hey konnichiwa konnichiwa Reinhardt von Krieger hello
1: what's going on
0: dogbot howdy y'all howdy down in the dungeon Uh, probably just hanging out tonight I don't know if we're going to take in too many notes but uh, what's up Grognack? Yes. Out of the dungeon into the frying pan. Yes. Uh Hudson will probably be stepping in a little later, but right now it's just uh the one, two, three, four, five of us. What is happening, fellas?
2: Not a lot. It's yeah. a very spooptober, spoopy, spooptober.
0: That's a lot of spoop. That's of spoop TV. I gotta tell I gotta tell you, that's a lot of spoop.
2: Well, we got a lot of spoop tonight. We
0: do. This is our annual uh, Halloween live stream. We've been doing this for seven seven seasons now. Uh, if it's you know if it's October, it's the paranormies. Like I mean, if it's if it's Saturday, it's the paranormies. But if it's a Halloween and if it's October, it's definitely the paranormies. We have guests coming on tonight in a little bit. We have uh, we have two really awesome guests. They're returning guests. So mm, going to be fun.
2: Back from the dead.
0: Back from the dead, bro. Anyhow, unfortunately,
2: okay. I, unfortunately, we can't do a call-in show this time around. But you know, maybe in the future we could do some spoopy call-in stuff. Yeah,
0: we're definitely gonna do. We're definitely gonna do spoopy call-in shows. Um, but uh, right now, right now, we are live. We're live on Pilled. We're live on D Live, and we're live over on Odyssey. Hey, everybody! Uh, over on Odyssey, we got what we got? A couple people. We got uh, War Crimes <laughs> hanging out with us. Over on D Live, we have Saxon Rockwell, Giles Corey, and that's it so far over there. And over on Pilled, it's deep over on Pilled. We've got the Blue Mage, Shiva Shampoo, Negative Zero, Jay DeKang. War crimes is on both. All right. Uh, who else we got? Backlash. And negative uh, zero is just all up in the chat. Um Based that's Nerd. Awesome hi base nerd backlash is already donating gift and shades thank you very much yes you guys can stop by pilled and donate gold pills to the Paranormies so we can do more cool stuff like that intro did you guys check that out Did you guys did you guys check out the intro
1: it was pretty sweet
0: it' pretty sweet awesome <clears throat> I love it yeah it's great and we have cool graphics we have a cool uh what do you what do you call this uh, a scene going on right here is that what this is the scene
1: what are our, our- content set up here
0: yeah on the on the live stream what is that what do they call that is it a uh yeah, frame frame yes we have the we have the uh if you look really quick they kind of have that carmen miranda like fruit hat going on but it's actually a big foot and a ufo coming out of the skull um <laughs> i do like i do like the new logo the logo is awesome
1: yeah i love it it kind of sets us apart a little bit and yeah it's good quality
0: yes we have a lot of halloween stuff going on um yes blue mage the archaic show was awesome stick around oh somebody have a bird what's going on
3: Uh sorry that's me do you have a bird it's outside oh, that, the window.
0: oh that's cool no that, that's really cool I, dude i i love like where okay. we live in the middle of the woods <laughs> i love the. no it's fine uh, i won't close my window no you're good dude when we had um we had the Atlantic Centurion on a long time ago, um Lawrence Murray, we we did meme magic and he was afraid that his bird doxed him. <laughs> He's like, Oh god, the cockatiel was all over the show. <laughs> you guys have finches or something out there. Anyway. Man, um anything spoopy happened you guys this week? I mean, it is the weekend of Halloween. What's what's going on? Is there anything spoopy going on?
1: Um, You know, I got up and went for a walk at like 5
4: the uh-huh.
0: other day,
1: and I noticed that all the large Halloween decorations around my neighborhood had been knocked over. And there was no wind, no rain the night before. Was it you? No, it was not me. <laughs> Just it was, it, it I mean, was not me.
0: I had to ask. I had to ask. It's not
3: spoopy. Per se, but I'm gonna make jack o' lanterns this weekend with my kids because we have so many pumpkins that I grew oh, oh, that's this year, awesome,
0: dude. Yeah, that's awesome. It's gonna be fun. Yes, we are. Uh, we are doing. We're doing tomorrow. We're doing um, a Halloween thing at the at the zoo, and then we're gonna do. What else we got? We got some some Halloween thing going on. You know, it's Halloween. the kids. Do mm. Halloween stuff with the kids. Yes. We're not going to do anything really scary though, because you know, like, I want to take the boy, I want to take the older one to like one of those really, really scary haunted houses.
3: My kids would completely freak out at that, yeah. uh, especially my older one. Your years are probably more mature than mine
0: uh, are. Oh well, no, he's he's fifteen, but it like the, yeah. yeah, the three year old would probably handle it better, honestly. Right, right. <laughs> she's a, like, dude, she's a, she's a beast. Like, she would just be like, she'd be like, oh really, and just fuck up whoever was like trying to come at her.
3: I I believe they had here at the amusement park type places. They'll have one every once in a while around Halloween, and it won't be scary at all. It's nothing like the really good ones that set up around the U.S., especially in the South. And uh, I remember when they were younger, I couldn't even get them. It was like, you know, the kind of like animatronics where it's just a lever and the the thing just goes... (laughs) And it just comes out at you, kind yeah, of. And yeah. then there's like a Ooh, sound. Like, that's the level of scary. But they yeah, wouldn't even do that.
0: It's, it's like, you know, really, really cheesy animatronic stuff. Right. With Gears. Yeah.
3: That's it reminds I mean. me of the uh, watching black people go to haunted houses videos. I went oh, to man, the state hilarious.
2: fair this. I went to the state fair this last weekend. And I paid uh, eight tickets, which is literally $8 to sit in a little cart. And uh, it took you. It took you around as animatronic things uh, jumped at you uh, with flashing lights and some smoke and sounds. Oh boy! Yeah, that's what I, I'm
3: talking about. I, like I, I,
2: I took a video of the whole thing, and the resolution came out so terrible because it was just so dark in there. But it was it was so it was so corny. I had I had to do it. I had to do it.
0: Yeah, no choice. You really, you really, you really didn't have a choice at that point. You kind of had to do it.
2: Uh, I, uh they had a animatronic Bigfoot that was in, in chains. He a was Bigfoot in chains in
0: cha- like Alice in chains?
2: No, no, like uh like when when the silver alert president said during the uh second Obama administration, he said uh we go put you all in chains. Oh gotcha,
0: gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he, he was a he was That's a playfoot. Texas State Fair has the it
0: best it corn dogs on is?
3: earth, though.
2: So. The best thing that I had at the Texas State Fair was a fried pumpkin pie.
3: Well, that sounds, that good sounds too. really good.
2: It was, <laughs> was freaking amazing. I, I as I was eating it with my fingers because there was really no other way to eat it. Um, I, I said, I could eat this every day for the rest of my life. Oh, man. Of course, sounds, the rest of my life, would after eating enough of those, would probably be three weeks. But it would be an amazing three I weeks. Know, man. It would be a that, good time while it lasts.
0: Yeah, that would be a really, really great time. I don't know, man. F- fried. Now, was it a pocket pie, like an apple pie? Like you get it like 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 a McDonald's or something? Or was it, how do you fry a pumpkin pie? Did Was it like uh, a, a slice of pumpkin pie dipped in batter and fried?
2: Okay, so it was. It was. I'm intrigued. All all right, you know one of the little paper things that they have for fries. Yes. know, little 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 paper paper boat.
0: Yep. Little boat. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, so it's it's in one of those, and it's it's a round ball. It's a round fried ball with the pumpkin pie filling inside, but the the fried ball part is the crust. Mm. Do you understand that like okay so it's a ball of
0: pumpkin pie filling wrapped in a graham cracker crust and then deep fried like a ball and then deep fried so it's like oh, yes. a mexican fried ice cream style okay I yes
2: gotcha. and then and then there's there's whipped cream around around the edge that oh. you when when you when you break into it and mm-hmm. you you you, t- you have a bit on your fork you go on you dip it into the the whipped cream filling <laughs> along the outside
0: is it, is it real whipped cream or is it like do they actually whip the cream? Is it like the the little ready whip? Do
2: they just spray it out of a can? Do you, a can? Do you, dude, it's probably sprayed out of a can. But it's like, the Texas
0: State Fair. it's better be homemade whipped cream. Come on. Yeah. 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 Probably dude, at, beans the the chili. Sta-
2: at, at the Texas State Fair, you have a lot of options. And probably you have a lot to be of beans very, very, very careful because some of the options are incredibly generic, but they present themselves as not generic.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, you know, so,
2: so you, you have, like, it, it takes a it takes a trained eye to find the the good stuff,
0: like the beans with chili.
2: The that's not chili. It is anymore. though. <laughs> it is though. I mean, and uh, you can have your hot great, dogs. Great, great, and greater than sixty percent of the people at the state fair would gladly tell you that, and they would all be real <laughs> Texans. Everybody else is from Illinois and California mm. and all the riffraff.
3: Yes, real time. Yeah, this Texan likes beans and his chilies. That's right. Yeah, right. And yeah. where C- do
2: you C- live C- right C- now? C- That's uh, ex- ex- hey, I was born and raised in Texas, I'll have you know, boy.
0: All right, all right. <laughs> the, wow. Skull, uh, if you're gonna yell, you just you just redline the entire meter. Sorry. It's all wow. fine. It's, a, it's all fine. I'll squash it down in post. <laughs> that levelator, that levelator program is great. There's there's something on one of the shows a couple weeks ago. I whispered something and I was mad because, like, I didn't say it loud enough for people to hear it. But the people that listen to the podcast version can hear it because it leveled it back up to everybody
3: else's sound. Wow!
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, so the people, yeah. So, this is a tip for you people on the live stream right now. If you want to catch everything that actually happens, go back the next day and listen to the podcast.
2: Or everything that you missed from Johnny. (laughs) Shh. Because <laughs> he's not doing that When everybody else. Whispers.
0: No, it, it does it for anybody. It levels out all yeah, it the audio. Brings everybody up. Yeah, it brings everybody up. It levels. Yeah.
2: Oh, I thought I thought you isolated and it. it
1: brings, oh no, and it brings some people down. When yeah.
0: People so like down. like what what Skull just did that blew out my left eardrum, uh, a few minutes ago. I will run it through the levelator, and it will be just as quiet as everybody else's like normal speech. So it levels everything. It's really cool. The only problem with that is like, that's why we quit doing the intro music because it would level the music to where you, it would try to bring the music up to where we were talking over it. You know how we do. In the intros.
2: Yeah, it's much better this way. Yes, yes. Uh, technical one, thing. one last one last fair food thing I want to bring up. If anybody has an opportunity to get the pizza with burnt ends on it. Oh, it's it's pricey. But
0: burnt ends on anything,
2: oh, I mean, yeah. it's it's yeah.
0: Dude, burnt ends when you just like when you caramelize them in more barbecue sauce and you just like let them go back in the smoker and then you just oh, so good. four or five <laughs> times just dunk them in the sauce and put them back in. Oh my god, oh, we had pizza. God, we, had, we had pizza tonight. We, we what was, we what was that today. sound again? This is the Homer Simpson. Oh, uh. Okay. Yeah. You know <laughs> The Homer Simpson uh, The donut drool Yeah mm. <laughs> Yes Alright So um, Does everybody have candy Prepared for What are you guys doing For a holiday? Like Since Halloween's on a Monday When is the trick or treating Occurring this year Saturday Sunday Tonight
1: I mean We've taken my kid To a trunk or treat A couple of trunk or treat Things at churches And then We'll probably go around Like our neighborhood Monday night
0: Monday night, right? Are, are people actually doing it, Monday night?
1: Well, most <laughs> the trunk or treat thing has become ridiculously popular recently, so I'm pretty sure most people are getting it all done, especially those with younger kids.
0: I but, figured they would do it on the weekend,
3: like, you yeah. know? Yeah, but yeah, you'd I have to it. coordinate like everyone, and yeah, there's really not
0: a way to do that. And I guess so people I are just going to go out Monday night and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. That was well. That's the thing is, like, most people on Monday nights would be like. It's 8.30, I gotta go to work tomorrow Fuck it, I'm going to bed like,
2: I, <laughs> Yeah, like, I sh- we'll take our kid out after dinner And then, you know, go for like an hour, hour and a half okay. I shaved my beard And uh, got a white hoodie and Ray-Bans
0: is that, is that an Uncle Ted reference?
2: I got it, yeah that's.
0: Uncle Ted had a beard Get- though, didn't he? He had a mustache He had a mustache, that's right That's right I used to have I used to have a hoodie with him and his hoodie on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, that's clever. Yes, I like that.
0: Yeah, I, the the what do you call it? The um the, the thing one was one of those iron-on types. It Was the cheap? It was like one of my friends had like a a cheap t-shirt maker machine. No, no, nothing like we have over at Dissident Apparel. By the way. Oh.
2: Was you know, the you need to go to DissidentApparel.com. Johnny, do you want to show it?
0: Oh. Guys, did you know that we have a whole shitload of cool new merch that's dropping? Like now. Pre-orders starting November 1st. Is that correct, Reinhardt? November 1st? Yes.
1: That's that
0: is correct. Pre-orders starting November 1st for new Paranormies merch. We're gonna do all the grifting in the live stream right now. So, um, Drop.
2: I mean, it's the, not really grifting. No, roll, we're not Selling. We're not selling. We know that political access or roll
0: anything. that beautiful bean footage. I mean, put the put the uh, thing up, Reinhardt.
1: Yeah, it's it's up. It, okay. Just stream delay. Nine. Right, it's cool. Sweet. There it is. Yeah. So Would you pre-orders. look
0: at that? We have happening
1: November first.
0: We have we have uh, we have paranormies hoodies hoodies paranormies hoodies we have long sleeve t-shirts we have short sleeve t-shirts we have we have an i hate the antichrist
1: yeah that one in the the right center there the The robot
0: that is an i hate the antichrist down both sleeves yeah yeah i'm gonna need to get that in a couple of different versions the necronomicon necronormicon excuse me cover
1: even have a necronormicon shirt
0: yes And stickers, to negative zero. We will have stickers, and there will be Bigfoot shirt. Is there a Bigfoot
1: shirt? Where's
0: the Bigfoot shirt? Well, it's the skull. It's the skull. Yes.
1: Yep. These will be open. We've got the Halloween shirt as well. The Spoopy Tales of Terror. That is the. uh, That is also the artwork for this live stream.
0: Yes, it is. And then we should probably we should probably like put NoiseRike stuff up on there with ours too. We have. Yes, we have we have uh, musical friends as well. Our friends Aether and Hudson and some other people have put together an awesome compilation called Noiserike. Or actually, that's the name of the project. And what's the name of the album?
2: That's the name of the label. That's the name of the label. The oh, the, label. the pro.
0: Okay, the label is Noiserike. Excuse me. The album is uh I don't know. I don't even know the name of the album. I just like clicked on it and listened to it. It's pretty dope, though. Yeah,
2: that's that's where your that's where your elitist music snob co-host comes in is to correct it's, you on things like the label you know uh, okay i <laughs> it's mean it's the it's the electronica
1: compilation okay Here's it's the fan elec- link in the pill chat
0: okay it's the electronica compilation. i knew it wasn't like a real album name that's why i was like didn't really care to remember it sorry I only remember... Listen, that's one of those things. It's like, you guys got to really check out this band. They're so cool. Really, what are they called? Well, this is a band that I like, this one song. Cool, what's the name of the song? Well, it kind of goes like... Yeah, exactly. That's why we don't listen to your music, people. (laughs) Anyway. These are short. Apparently, some people are
1: having issues getting pills.
0: Can't get pills? Who can't get pills? Oh, Negative Uh, Zero, yeah. You can't get pills right now. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm the. Hit somebody up. Here. Hit up
0: one of the devs. See what's going on. All right. Whoa.
2: So if you want, if you want to go to YouTube, you can go to Noise Reich Records. That's N-O-I-S-E-R-E-I-C-H Records.
0: Yes. All of that and, stuff uh, will be in the links too.
2: Yeah. Go ahead and and like and subscribe their stuff. It's truly amazing stuff.
0: That's yeah, really good stuff. And again, these are all of our friends, so we actually know these people. Alright, so who else? We have a uh, uh squeezels and arcadicad over on over on D Live too now. We have we have a few people watching on D Live. No pressure, guys, no pressure. A little bit little bit of people watching. Kratom Lanza is back. So and oh Skull, by the way, Kratom Lanza says he was listening to your VM from yesterday and it's already old news. Oof. It's already
3: old news. Old news. Yeah,
0: I mean that happens though. Like, you know, when you talk, when you talk about current events with the news cycle as short as it is announced, remember when the news cycle used to be like a week and then it was like a weekend and then it was like 24 hours. Now it's like, you know, on the hour, the news cycle.
3: Changes. Well, with with Paranormies, the news cycle actually comes after we talk about it.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. We yes. get all the really cool updates like two hours after we end the stream.
3: Mm. It's like we <laughs> do. Not I, I mean, we predict things, but that too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, there's also that like we'll we'll say we'll close a show. And then like while we're sleeping, a bunch of cool shit happens. Yeah, it's all the damn time,
5: oh, man.
0: um, So did you guys did anybody Did you guys stock up on your fentanyl candy?
1: I've got my son's bag of fentanyl candy sitting right next to me.
0: Awesome. I have my my three year old's bag of uh, marijuana edibles that she got from the apartment complex we went through.
1: Nice. Nice. Yes. Oh,
0: I mean, literally everybody. It was like it was. It was like, would you prefer oh. a brownie, a cookie? What would you like? Just like some weed butter, you know? I have like,
1: my my fentanyl Smarties and my uh, razor blade Dum Dums. They
0: put that's a tricky one because the Dum Dums are so hard.
1: No, they didn't even try. It's
2: actually just a razor blade.
1: <laughs> it's just taped
2: to the Dum
0: Dum handle. <laughs> there's
2: there's the meth rock candy, but it really tastes terrible.
0: That's. That like was, it
2: tastes like anhydrous. No, that, like don't, don't.
0: Dog, bot, those were the, those were the things from the urinal.
2: Oh, that, that wasn't rock candy. That
0: wasn't even meth, bro. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, why've why I been up for a week? That's
0: how long. Well, that's how long you've been out of the scene, bro. That's the yeah. It's not a bad thing though, man. You don't, you don't want to know about the things that are out there nowadays, man. I'm just kidding. I know we're Everybody. all we're all joking. Nobody eats the rock candy in the urinal, okay? I
2: didn't even eat candy.
1: No.
0: Really?
2: Speaking I don't candy, even eat candy. I know, right, this, this is just, tempting. No, I don't I'm just, even eat candy.
1: I'm now, if you not. excuse
0: me. No, oh, boy. Never mind.
1: <laughs> I'm trying not to. It's sitting right next I
2: to won't.
0: me. Dog butt. I'm not going to. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? John,
2: Johnny, what's your favorite actual candy?
0: My favorite actual candy? Reese's peanut butter cups.
2: In the freezer or not in the freezer?
0: Yes. There is no way Either. that they are not delicious
2: okay but do you, like if I you have an opportunity freezer. to put them in the freezer i, I, like- I
0: put them in the freezer all the time i actually have been um i actually have been eating the quest protein uh peanut butter cups they're like one gram of, of carbs they're they're made with uh, stevia
1: oh yeah yeah I've seen so those.
0: they're like 150 calories uh they're 15 grams of protein and like one gram of carbs it's ridiculous
2: The red starburst is the best candy made by science. The red starburst? Uh, Yeah. I have to disagree.
0: What's the The best best Halloween candy? candy? What's okay, okay, okay. Besides candy corn, worst Halloween candy. Worst Halloween candy is candy corn. Hold on, I, I, that's why I said no, not no, no, tony no, tony no, tony no. Tony. It's
2: it's it's boxes of sun made raisins. Uh,
0: that's not candy, but uh, that, that is no, it, no. that is uh, an awesome. But
1: but, that, but that's the little what strawberry what would be that, candies. Okay, hold banana
0: laffy taffy. Okay, banana laffy taffy is definitely top five. But I dogs like no, no 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 banana
2: grandma. laffy taffy is awesome, and I know why Skull did that?
0: Because he knows you like them. Yes. Yes. Okay. So. Here's the thing. OK, raisins don't count, but they may be they are allowed to be. That's a separate category. Hang on to that one, dog. butt. where's candy? Where's candy? Yeah,
2: whatever. Definitely the strawberry, the strawberry wrapped candies that you get from grandma's. Yes. Yeah. Those, what, yes. Whatever those chalk kind of candies are with the, the translucent stripes, like the translucent striped uh, wrapping on it that they would have at the doctor's office like- in the bowl.
0: Like the little like a little roll of them, like, like they're tiny dimes or something rolled up in a
2: Yeah, well no, they're like it Those like
3: are smarties. The smarties. Their, smarties. They're, smarties. No, yeah. they're
2: they're like the size of a small Tootsie roll, but it's like it's it's terrible. It it tastes like cough medicine. I know what
0: you're talking about. Yeah, those I don't think I've ever gotten those in, in I know what you're talking about though.
2: I, I well, remember somebody dumped some into my into my bag and I was like, You're tainting the other candy right now. <laughs> Ooh, somebody in chat brought up Mike and Ikes. I I always like those. Mike and Ikes are awesome. Who? I love what? What kind Mike, of no, Mike? Mike and Ikes are worst. good, but
3: the licorice kind point. is disgusting. Licorice, anything is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Also, saltwater taffy. Whenever anyone put that in my bag, I was like, "What are you doing?" Dude, I love dude, saltwater, saltwater taffy salt, though. Saltwater I love taffy saltwater it's awesome. Taffy.
2: And why are you oh, so loud?
0: Dude. Yeah, wait, Skull, you're very loud. By the way. Am I? I'll,
2: yeah.
3: I'll push the mic away. Is that
2: better?
0: Yeah, that's a little that's better. better. Yeah. That's Are better. you? Yeah. We got to get you something that uh, we have. I know that I recommended the Yeti when I had a Yeti, but uh, we have moved on and have upgraded. We're gonna have to upgrade you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, well, no. Good. Well, no, the up. I mean, like that was the thing. Was like when I like the second season of the Paranormies, when we all switched over to the uh, the ATR mics, and um, it's and, it's
3: and not, you, dude, you The Yeti's given me no, nothing but fucking headaches. Yeah. So yeah. you can't I hear the. To have another suggestion.
0: Like the guy down the street turning pages on his phone book, you know, it's right. terrible. Um, but yeah, uh, let me see. Where's candy? God, uh, you know. Okay, yeah. the paper strips with the dots. What is that? Ah, uh, yeah, those, oh,
3: are, yeah
2: those, those are those are terrible. terrible.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's like it's just
3: sugar eat. dots stuck like stuff to wax paper. You know. yeah. We
1: actually have the opportunity to get yeah, a yeah. fresh a fresh opinion on the worst Halloween candy. Oh yeah, yeah. Our first guest of the night just joined us.
3: Oh nice
0: good and our first who's where's that why is my screen not opening up here we go our first <laughs> guest of the night is one Matt Landman what's up buddy
5: hey can you hear me yeah what's That's up bro cool. not too much what's going on with you guys oh i'll tell you what's up can i tell you what's up absolutely better i got this i went i went to this it's like the store by mart it's like this shitty kmart store oh i'm sorry can i curse i don't know so yes yes, yes. By all means. i just got this bookshelf from my office and it's like put it together in 20 minutes it's so easy it just slides slides right in so i spent like two and f- hours on this thing and in the end it like it like broke man it like, it like the way that it was supposed to slide in it had to slide in all perfect and one of the notches was like faulty so it like janked and i was so patient i wanted to flip out on the thing so mm. many times i was like no Matt, this is going to be your bookshelf this is going to be your bookshelf and at the end it just broke and i went totally a wall on it and i broke it into a million pieces and what am i going to do? bring it back to return? <laughs> 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 like, i don't even know what to do now i'm never buying one of these ikea put it together bullshit oh ever dude my we just put together things deal. ever ever yeah. so um yeah those dots i don't know what i remember those things it's like primarily you're eating paper basically yeah, right it's like yeah. dots of sugar like dots of
0: colored sugar on ladybug shaped dots of sugar on wax paper Ugh. that's what you know
2: what candy i hated as a kid that fun dip with the with the like the, oh, yeah. the candy the chalk. stick yeah the like chalk stick that you were supposed to lick and stick into like the the pockets of powder
0: what about ring pops dog but you don't know what's good oh uh, ring pops dude yeah, you, you, like you'd have it on your so, hand all day long the and rainbow. You'd have this nasty it's umbrella umbrella looking thing. No, the Ring Pop. It's like a, a ring candy. Oh, the and, ring one. Yeah. And you get it you'd lick it and it would like start melting down your hand. And you'd have like That's a
2: that's a girl's candy though, right? I mean like not, not when you're 5. Pops.
0: Not when you're 5. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean if you if you've got
1: Ring Pops on all your fingers and you're like 15 years old, then yeah, there's there's No, issue.
0: if you have got Ring Pops on your fingers and you're not doing like a Thanos thing, like the
1: ecstasy, yeah, right,
0: or on ecstasy, a lot of it. Yeah, Johnny,
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I know you said not to, you know, I know we set it aside, but really, who invented candy corn and how did it become a staple of Halloween? Is it some sort of Halloween humiliation ritual or something? It has so to be. Disgusting. It has to be.
1: There's nobody. You know what? I'm looking it up right <laughs> now for the. Is there anyone who likes it? So yes, is it actually, made somebody... out of corn.
0: No. Well, no. actually, yeah, it is. That's because it's corn syrup and corn syrup salt.
1: It's oh, literally all okay. corn.
0: All right. It actually is. It actually is all corn. It's corn syrup and corn syrup solids. And that's it. And wax.
2: My, my friend did a new version of the everything, the corn is in everything thread the oh, really? other day. And like, it it blows my mind and
0: how. And you didn't post it.
2: Well, it's it was a Twitter thread.
0: I've been asking for that thread for like ever and I can never find it. And your your friend made a new one and you're like,
2: nah. You, you know Stain Haynes. I do.
5: Yeah. Yeah. He sent me a very
0: lovely shirt.
2: Yes.
5: Yes. Hey Johnny, do you guys still get dressed up? I mean, how old is everybody here? I'm like 42. What's what's the is there a cutoff line for like being I mean, respectable human
0: being? I mean, there is. I have kids, so I'm allowed to do what I want. Right. Exactly. I, d- I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, in 42. If you're 42 and you're dressing up for a Halloween party, you're cool. But if you're, I don't know, dude. If you're 42 and you're a single guy and you're answering the door in a costume to give kids candy,
5: you got to be very careful
0: so you don't look like a perv. But yeah, I think I think you can get away with it still.
5: Well, there's like a party tonight, for instance, but I just I feel so lame dressed up. It's just like I, I've, I've always felt. Lame are up. other people I, I mean, are other people doing it? Yeah, but they're like 20, man. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. No, I get it.
2: I, I mean, I always I kind know. of
0: felt weird at Halloween at costume Halloween parties, too.
2: Matt, but if you're th- the
3: only one who doesn't dress up. It's kind of more weird.
2: Man, it yourself, would be yeah. funny if you dress up as an airplane pilot and said you're about to go spray the the neighborhood.
5: Yes, everyone says. Every single year like, Matt, why don't you be a chemtrail plan? Ha ha ha. Oh, real quick, guys, yeah. <laughs> just,
2: just a pilot, but like you need to have sunglasses on too. Like you didn't
0: have to like do that. uh like to I'm, I'm the, the drunk
2: pilot, but yeah. don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, no, is, so
0: okay, this is actual content here for a second, guys. I have a real thing. Um where I'm working every day, we get a ton of what are now what we've discovered are called anthropogenic clouds. Um, I am so mad at science right now because they have officially just skipped right over like telling you that chemtrails actually exist, and They just call them anthropogenic clouds now. And the crazy chemtrail people are still crazy somehow. What do That's you think a of big that now? word?
5: What do you, That's and, a big word for small brain. Right. People. But it's literally,
0: wanna, it, it literally means chemical trails. Like it literally yeah, means well,
5: anthropogenic clouds. means, uh, man, made man, right. And that's usually subscribed to the climate change, uh, global warming narrative that the, that there's global warming and it's anthropogenic right? because there's all these skewed conversations that are all f- false conversations. I don't want to get away from the, um, costume because we talked about the chemtrail pilot yeah, yeah what are the good conspiracy costumes conspiracy you costumes know what I mean? um in israel a big
0: uh, one is uh, to be the twin towers
5: <laughs> too, soon, too, too soon
0: they, they literally no they, they no. literally do no they literally do they have 9 11 parties on holiday they dress up somebody dresses up like a plane someone dresses up like another plane and two people dress up like buildings oh yeah
2: I don't know. There, you could dress up as a few things that aren't real. You could dress up as an astronaut. You could dress up as a dinosaur. You could dress up as a virus. Like, like
0: a lot of costumes are already like you know they're fake as it is, right?
2: You but could even, go as a nuclear warhead,
5: right? Yeah, I'd like to be really educational and witty. Maybe I could uh, be Project Blue Beam or Harp or something. Uh, something. Um,
2: I
0: went to a costume party one year at uh, UC Berkeley. It was a grad a grad student party and um, everybody had to be like a mashup costume. And so there was like, there was like fat Albert Einstein. Um, there was like, uh, what, was, what were some of the other ones? Or is um, uh, Abe link, Abraham Lincoln park was a good one. Um, like all, it had to be some kind of a mix. Right. But uh, my favorite was fat Albert Einstein. That was, that was a, the guy really went into it. He did like the full on fat Albert suit, like a fat suit. And then the Albert Einstein wig but most of you guys don't remember.
5: That's really creative.
1: And just dress up up as the entire circular sigil,
2: CERN Hadron Collider.
0: That's not a mashup.
2: I was going to say dress up as the Lord Shiva and say that you're going to an opening of a Hadron Collider after the after the party. Right. Or as a goat man. I feel
0: that if you have to spend more than three words explaining your costume, then you you you're in the room of people that don't deserve your costume or your costume sucks.
3: To give you an idea of how much times have changed, when I was in college, uh, it was like 22, 23 years ago, I went as Mr. T, as B.A. Baracus from the A-Team, and I even pierced my ear and bought a bunch of gold chains from the dollar store. Did you put shoe
2: polish on your face? I didn't do
3: blackface, but I did shave an actual mohawk into my head. You did it, Mr. T?
2: You did the
0: Mr. T? Oh, my God. That's funny. It was, it was and it, it was and it was a totally
3: like leftist college, and everybody thought it was absolutely hilarious. They loved it.
0: My brother and my brother, I and his best friend, for like three years in a row, went as the Beastie Boys. We were like in junior high.
2: Which one were you? I was MCA. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Picture You Boris at Ad Rock.
0: That was my brother's favorite.
5: Yeah, yeah. What about Crisscross? Anybody?
0: No, um, no, I don't. I don't think. That's I, for the
5: broke kids, you could just put your clothes inside out. and take your Put criss-cross. your jacket on backwards, and your yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, straight up. We grew up pretty poor. My my mom would just give me a, a pantyhose, and I'd be a bank robber. Robber, like every year. Every year. We used to <laughs> we I'm made serious, our own serious, stuff. Seriously, this is not a joke. So the anthropogenic clouds. So this is out of the news. The the, the media. The media said this. Wikipedia. It's a, like there's a wiki thing now. Even well, yeah, there's there was, a new Wikipedia doing, thing. Yeah, and they and were
2: doing a news story on it recently.
5: Right. And it's chemtrails is lying. Yeah, yeah well, literally. No,
2: not 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 entirely. It, it falls into what you were saying about the false climate change narrative because some yes. of the anthropogenic clouds come from factories. Right. And yeah. so, like, the evil factories are making some of these. Not some of them, but most of them. People spraying the sky.
0: Most of them are being created. They're made of chemicals that are being trailed behind airplanes. So, literally chemtrails. Right. So that's the fish. That's
5: the that's the narrative. They're mm-hmm. saying they're coming from planes and mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're
0: making second. them. Yes. These are man made wow. clouds that are used to. Uh, and I believe they actually I'm I could be completely lying right here, but I'm pretty sure that they, they said they were doing things to combat climate change like they were doing in Dubai. Remember when, um, a few months back they were admitting that they were using drones to make rain in Dubai.
5: Yeah, lasers. Yeah,
0: with lasers. Yeah, right. So, like, it's the same sort of thing. They're like, yeah, you know, we say we can't do this stuff, but we can do this stuff. We just gaslight you and make it so that your your family doesn't talk to you anymore. It's cool.
1: They just, yeah, they just laugh about it. Yeah,
0: my aunt hasn't spoken to me in three years over chemtrails. Okay, <laughs> she thinks I'm crazy. Now you motherfucking science motherfuckers put that shit in in Wikipedia. Now it's anthropogenic clouds.
2: What was the name of the Lana Del Rey album that tranny put out? A couple years ago, some. trails
3: over the over the cl- country club. trails
2: like over the country club. Yeah, have you seen the
5: music video? It's really hypnotic. I, I mean, if you watch it twice, it'll probably ruin your life. It gets really stuck in your head. It's something else. <laughs> it's probably yeah, I'm gonna uh, stay away from that. Like I have you do. seen? Has anybody seen the music
0: video at the no. end, they, I do at my the best end, to not watch music videos ever. They,
5: they turn to vampires at the end and start like devouring each other. It's really weird. It's like it's. It's demonic skull and,
4: and,
0: this and is it's, your normal, territory. it's,
5: it's, it's, it's normalizing chemtrails. Of course. Um, it's called chemtrails of the country club, it, but it gets really, and it, it's like a seancey kind of uh trance kind of, and in the, in the end, they, they all get really weird and dark. It's, it's super <laughs> Matt, wicked. Yeah.
2: Matt, what is your opinion that Lana Del Rey is lying about its biological sex?
5: Oh boy. I don't, I don't know that, that I, I hardly know that that person exists. I only know that they <laughs> exist because they made the Kim Trail song. Um, I, I kind of stay away from all that kind of, that, what you just said. I would say probably whatever you think. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I mean, from I, what I, you're I,
2: telling me about the content of this video, it it, it also feeds into, I, I believe these, these elites, uh, the, the ones that are in the public are, demonically possessed and they like to they like to spread their illness to other people it sounds like an illness spreading sort of media uh yeah. presentation here yeah well
5: they're Almost normalizing like
2: spiritual miasma
5: they normalize say satan satanic sh- stuff everything's uh, like covert oh, yeah. uh, devil worship it's like, well it you guys know the peace sign is upside down Yeah, talk about this just for a second cross we have the peace sign is upside down So people are like rocking these hippies and stuff or whatever, necklaces and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're covertly doing the opposite. They're like basically covertly worshiping Satan. And I started analyzing every single thing. And like, I drive a Honda. You know, I used to drive a Toyota. What's the Toyota logo? It looks to me like Saturn on Earth.
0: It's the Saturn logo. Yeah, no, we, yes, Jordan, Jordan Maxwell. This is like, this is like Jordan Maxwell stuff.
5: Definitely. Yeah. It's all, everything is just like covert uh, Saturn worship. It, so. uh, well, it
0: absolutely is. All the logos yeah. are
5: all. Yeah, this is like everything. Everything is oh, man, all of our celebrity it, worship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all man. of our shows. Like every yeah,
0: single I, thing. I watched all some
5: kid. Demonic. I watched a kids movie the other day, and the kids. It's it's a it's a very pretty good kids movie. I forget what it was they called, but the um the, all the kids have demons, but the, they're not actual like what we know as demons. But they, they're normalizing the even the words, like everything's just. Normalized and fluffed oh. up, and 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 and, Dude, and I took to my push to the, book the envelope, and
1: yeah. they've got kids' books on, um, kids' books on like witchcraft and like kids' dictionary of demons.
0: It's just fun stuff, Reinhardt. It's just fun.
5: Yeah, it's all slippery slope. It's all this envelope pushing that it, that the parents they're like, oh, it's nothing, but it's like no, it's nothing every second of every day until like. A year later, it's something, and then the year after that, it's, you know, they keep it, it's so full on, especially Disney and all that crap.
3: Disney's the one who lubed everyone up with the whole oh, magic and geez. fantasy and that whole world of uh, mm-hmm. nothing yeah. Christian in it whatsoever. Everything's fantasy and magic. And, oh, magic's wonderful. But look wait, at these white magicians. Look at, it, let's watch Fantasia and look how fun it is. And then it's now and then, fast forward to today and you have trans kids and their own personal demons. And it's like, mm, how'd that work out for you? Mm.
2: Right. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's in literally everything. We were we did an episode on familiars, and we had an article from a pet insurance company, and half of the article was basically apologizing for Christianity killing witches and during the Dark Ages or yes, whatever during the yeah during and, the witch like, the witch trials and, and all some, that. Hey, some of them pr- some of them practice white magic, otherwise known as Wicca. You should check it out.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, know? and then well, like Skull <laughs> was saying, and Disney Penetrate. normalized. Disney normalized magic and not just normalized it, but it, they turned it from something that was, you know, scary and evil into good. You know, you have the the, the good witch and then you have the, uh, the fairy godmother, you know, who's giving you, um, you know, granting you wishes and changing your life for the better, making Cinderella happy and all these things. Yeah, it's all magic. And it's just a mouse. He's just animating his, you know, mop 18 million times, right? Just when magic. they're not using oh, magic.
2: magic and when they're using anthropomorphic animals they're oh. traumatizing you by killing off uh the anthropomorphism the, uh, kill, kill, killing off uh, parental figures like Bambi's mom or or uh Simba's dad all at, the t- know, all the t- well
0: the deal with the deal with Disney is it's trauma it's MK Ultra trauma-based mind control so they, they do the trauma and then the trauma release and then more trauma and then trauma release and it's a uh, the waves up and down. Um, or it's um, Peter Pan with a
3: yeah, oh. uh, pedophile yeah. like hey leave your parents and go off to this fantasy island where you'll mm-hmm. never grow up and you can hang out with adults that love you and <laughs> Pinocchio you Pinocchio
2: are.
0: was literally a movie about trafficking kids
2: and, yeah. then tur- and then you turn to an ass well and what's funny
1: is the Pleasure right. Island stuff is not even part of the original story of Pinocchio
0: no that's just something Walt added
1: that is something that Uncle Walt.
0: Had. Yes, everybody's favorite mustachioed, weird, drunk uncle with the cigarette in the cigarette holder.
2: And it's weird because he kind of made his own pleasure palace island. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We will have more for anybody who doesn't who hasn't listened yet. that is our season seven opening episode was the, uh, the satanic kingdom of Walt Disney.
0: That's right. Yeah, Walt Disney, the, the Magic Kingdom is—it's magic, and magic isn't good. Magic, you know. Oh, it's white magic. No, magic is magic, and all magic is bad. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know that any of this sorcery type stuff could be could be good because even with the good stuff, it always comes with a price, right? Like the uh, the fairy godmother, you know, she'll 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 put you in the glass slipper and turn the pumpkin into a chariot and turn the mice into horses and stuff, but you got to be back by midnight, otherwise you get poof and you know everything's gone.
3: It's just like all the the it's it's off of disney but the cute-hearted people nowadays who are talking about light magic and we're light workers oh and, jesus christ oh yeah. this and the, the whole light world order thing that they're gonna bring it's like that's it's gonna be just as man. bad because it's it's so insidious it's so like uh you don't realize how actually deceptive it is and subversive it is until it's right there and then you know it's actually doing more damage just like trump was the guy who introduced the biological agent to the entire world and everybody was just like, Oh, you know can't be that bad. Trump's pushing it so,
2: uh. well, operation hey, hey, Matt, Matt, what was your favorite costume or your favorite cartoon as a kid?
0: Well that's a that's a that's two questions. Mm, One at a time. Awesome. Costume. Well he already said he was poor. So
2: <laughs> I was well, poor. <laughs> so was so was I. My mom painted my face green and tore tore a shirt and said I was the Hulk. Get the get out there and go get some candy. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no i love it um my favorite I, I like fraggle rock let's see cartoon inspector gadget
0: bam oh, fraggle rock wow. wasn't a cartoon but i will give you Fraggle
2: yeah, Rock because fraggle rock I know. Was, inspector was awesome gadget. <laughs> inspector gadget that's gadget. that that's what cartoons had good theme
5: songs <laughs> <laughs> hey i got something <laughs> i want to talk about if you guys don't mind about magic and stuff okay so yes firstly it, it seems like okay here's here's the question here's the question okay um, it seems like every celebrity and every, um, buddy who gets big in music or, uh, Hollywood nowadays ha- has like sold their soul in some way. Like they have to drink the, absolutely, you know, they drink they the to- blood, they, they sacrifice yeah. the baby. Well, my, my
0: theme, my theory is, uh, you either, you either sacrifice the babies or you're cool with people that
1: do.
5: Yeah. Right. You don't have a choice. So question, this is a two tiered question. Question number one is like, like, like recently this Truther rapper guy came across my pla- my um, desk or whatever, and I shared it, and people are like, "Oh, he must be controlled." Like, he's got millions of followers, and I'm like, "Well, he does have millions of followers on YouTube, and he's, you know, a popular musician." At one point do they get approached or whatever? And question two is like, "Am I bad for listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers? Am I like <laughs> selling my soul covertly? Am I like because?" What the, what the heck? I mean, like, everything in my life now, now that I know the truth, what do I just go burn my... Because, like, I know, like, so, like, Nike. I don't wear Nike now because I know that swoosh is, like, a, a Saturn swoosh. But, like, I'm not going to... Like, is my Honda like Devil Horns? Am I gonna just go yes, throw it in my is. car? It is yeah, Devil my- Horns,
0: but also you can't do that because you're gonna drive yourself absolutely crazy. I can't. It's literally- I got a car. I got because to drive it my is car. because Matt, it is literally everything, and it is set up that way because this is the beast system that we live in.
2: Matt, I totally understand and get where you're coming from. My favorite band is Nine Inch Nails. Right, right, right. <laughs> and like, and, and, and well, not like maybe in my top five favorite bands, I have some nice merchandise flesh. still yeah godflesh is my favorite band and like they're not that popular but i still like their music you know um but you here's so the is thing it it's like is
5: it guaranteed that they like okay red hot chili peppers they say um hollywood's made in a basement or i mean the uh, space is made in the hollywood basement and all this. they're telling us like chris cornell he he evidently was cool he didn't play ball they they took him out i guess Right, but he did Black
2: Hole Sun, which is is basically you know you you said you won't wear Nike because of the
5: Saturn swoosh.
0: That's mm. the Black Hole Sun there, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're all look in one way or another. They're so all anybody in good? Okay, question
5: number level. one: Is anybody okay. good? Kanye. Well, Red Hot Chili
2: Peppers did <laughs> do that one. Red Hot <laughs> Chili really. Peppers did do that one song, "Good Men Don't Kill Coyotes," and I kind of agree with that. So okay, if you Dog like Bite. Okay,
0: Dog Bite. Thank you for your opinion. Just hang on a second, like that. that <laughs> I'm joking okay because
5: we're talking about Spirits and stuff is
0: any Is there anybody in Hollywood or entertainment in general At all I mean you've got Your you're almost there It's like your your Mel Gibson's You know your I mean is this Literally
5: in Satan's like total Freaking hijacked realm is that really what's going On that that anybody who's got a good Heart they're like come over here little Whatever we're gonna eat you for breakfast It's like is it really that bad Is that really where we're at yeah, yes. there are people in
1: Hollywood that ha- have seen the darkness, they've seen some dark stuff. I've been listening to actually a lot recently from people who have I guess escaped, <laughs> you can use the term. But usually when these people reject the darkness, they don't want to play ball, yeah, they're they're pushed off into obscurity, right? They're they're relegated to acting in lower lower class movies or you know a writer's room whatever they don't do much and then they just kind of fade out uh um, yeah you're
3: not going to get to a certain degree uh, no. anybody well, a lot of- who's way up in your face on the screen is mm. has had to sell their soul in some manner and uh i actually question like if these people even remain existing in their own bodies after a certain point but up to a certain point you do have to give pieces of yourself away at at least and i don't even think that necessarily means that you take part in like some eyes wide shut ritual where you sacrifice babies well but it doesn't but it doesn't not
0: but it doesn't not no i'm not not, saying they don't no here's the other and here's the other thing here's the other thing is a lot of times you like you see like a one-hit wonder that seems like they were talented right a lot of one-hit wonders are not talented We, we know that's like some sort of like like art some sort of money laundering scam right um Right. but some of these one hit wonders they sound like they were going to have you know some sort of success and they just disappear they probably didn't play Paul you know they probably didn't right. want to they're, they're like oh no we're not doing that we're not sucking satan's dick sorry but
2: right the, he brought up the guy with the million youtube followers whatever yeah. the form of whatever the form of media there is the currency is you know like you know how many followers he has right mm. whereas in the past like with a musician uh, you could see how high their album goes up on the charts right or how many gold right, records right. they had and or whatever so album like sales. if the 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 thing is that they're probably they probably have compromised on some level to achieve the status that they have but also when it comes to the internet when it comes to subscribers and followers we I mean I subscribe to dead internet theory so I, I think a lot of that stuff you know like out of his million followers, how many actual human beings are actually following his music? It's it's very difficult to say.
5: What about JP Sears? Is he is he eating babies or what?
0: JP who? Sears, the the, oh. the yeah. guy with the ponytail, the long hair guy.
5: Yeah. Um.
0: There him. are those who have there have uh, trends investigated him and found that he is carrying very very many female. Uh, physical partners. markers yeah physical markers so i don't i don't know anybody like again anybody who is putting your face uh quite a bit by this system whether it's you know like a hundred million youtube subscribers or a, a t- huge tiktoker or somebody on any any network doesn't matter what it is or um you know a new viral star or whatever those are all those are all put there every single thing that you see on any sort of media whatever it is whether it's television whether it's movies whether it's the internet or whatever you got to remember every single thing that you look at is advertising everything all of it
6: the,
2: and the more media you consume the more sigils that they can present to you and you're giving them consent to uh through the through the portal of your eyes into your your soul and your body so the more the more media we consume and as Gen Xers, we've consumed a crap ton. So it's like really hard for like as a Gen Xer myself, it's really hard for me to divorce myself from all the cartoons and movies and TV shows and BS that I, I consumed as a a young person. Which is why we make
5: references, which is They're why we make so constant hard, though, references. They, isn't, isn't it amazing how, how hard they've tried? like with the science fiction genre, I realized just recently, the whole genre of science fiction is, is all mind control. It's all mind control, Mm -hmm. you know, to give us this perception of reality. They've tried really, really hard. You got to give it to them. But then, I mean, I'm also brainwashed not to interrupt. I just want to say I too am brainwashed, but I'm trying to flip it and shine and like realize that it is what it is, you know, and get through it myself by, by kind of it, it, like shining the light on it, processing it and, and being like, okay, all that's my whole childhood all that Star Trek, next generation, all that stuff, all that was just mine, it was just, I'm totally brainwashed and I'm, and why? It's because I'm so powerful that they don't want me to, to be resonant in truth, you know, and that's a that's such a compliment in the end, you know right?
0: Well, well it is, yeah. I mean that they, they have to go to all the trouble and all the expenditure and all the time and the constant bombardment with propaganda to to you know to get you to think that you're not a special and you know you're, you're not uh, a powerful individual you know. Well, yeah, yeah they is... want
1: you dumbed down to to you know uh, evolution of monkey. You know they they want you dumbed down to you are just a worker. Uh, all you are is a drone, mm-hmm. um, and you're a drone that gets mm-hmm. up way too early, goes to work way too long comes home and consumes way too much media yep and, yeah and doesn't, rinse repeat um, rinse repeat and rinse yes and repeat do that until until you kill yourself or die yeah seven days a
0: week real
3: quick i was gonna say two things to you matt um one is i think that a lot of these people that you see pushed up in front of your face or if they have a million followers or something like that a lot of it too for, for example if it's a youtube person then they're not really connected to the whole hollywood machine the system is like a living, breathing entity and it sees something that benefits it. And then it pushes that up to the top. And so um, even if that person does have actual organic followers, it's because it's being shoved in people's faces for a reason, because it benefits the system in some way. And as soon as that person goes off message, they're going to get, they're going to either disappear or, or worse, right. Or they're just going to fade into obscurity. The other thing uh, you mentioned is, about, um, you know, our being p- powerful beings and and Dogmat mentioned like the portal of our, our eyes being the targets for these sigils. I think that um, being aware of it is really important. And when you are, sort of not putting your intention and then intentionally saying, you know, I don't give this my consent. For example, we were just talking tonight about how, how we're celebrating Halloween. Well, Halloween is just this pagan demon ritual holiday when the veil is at its thinnest and the spirit world can enter into the material world more, most easily and stuff. And I've like kind of struggled with that, but it's like, you know what? It can be fun though. And you know what? I'm not worshiping demons and we're going to have a good time. I'm going to make a jack-o'-lantern and there's no intention other than my kids and I are going to enjoy family time together. And I personally think that that cancels it out and that we are powerful enough beings that we do have to give it our consent. And when we do recognize it and don't allow it in that it's not allowed in, in my opinion.
5: Hmm. Thanks.
2: Thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, the Lord has my faith. So, like, it, it, it'll be a lot more difficult for this beast system to pull me away from my faith, which is strong. So yeah. me me drawing some jack-o'-lantern pictures or some spooky ghosts, because I love to draw, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not contributing to anything negative. You know, I, I just, like, I love the plastic, goofy, American version of Halloween, you know. It's it's a fun time of year. That's all. It what absolutely
0: is. It reminds me Halloween when I think of Halloween I think of going out trick or treating with my friends uh back in in the suburbs in Connecticut when I was uh when I was a kid, you know when you used to be able to walk around the neighborhood with your friends, you know, no parents. You know, I mean, and Americans sure. don't have that many real traditions. No. No. And, well, most American traditions are ethnic traditions anyways. Yeah. for whatever did you have any
2: favorite horror Uh, movies or anything
5: oh yeah you guys ever play flashlight tag oh Oh, yeah oh yeah 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 so for those that don't know and i'll answer the question for those that don't know this is more so before the internet (laughs) but um when when the neighborhoods didn't have you know all that those gadgets people in the neighborhood would just go out and play with people in the neighborhood and when when it got when It 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 got dark they would play flashlight tag is like mm. fun you know oh, yeah. um, white america um rosemary's baby is really good oh, it's man. more sci-fi but i lot i I rewatched uh zardoz the original the one is not sci-fi zardoz, that's so. that's no, old I'm, school i'm talking horror. about another movie zardoz i really like I don't oh, know, oh, oh okay that, but, um but some of these horror movies that i like are more um like sci-fi um Oh, well, Skull's it? favorite horror? horror movie is a sci-fi movie. What is the one? I like horror? that now.
0: I I actually what,
3: like what, event, um,
1: Horizon.
5: Event Horizon. Yeah, event Horizon. Yeah. I actually yeah, rewatched it my and I, I love I like that movie.
3: Yeah. I hated it for the longest time, Same. and now that I rewatched it with uh different eyes, I actually like it. Yeah. I'm so confused because I, I, I thought
2: I thought Skull's favorite movie was Love actually.
5: I, wow. I've never even seen that. Wow. You guys seen Spaceballs recently? I love Spaceballs. No, but I would rewatch it just
2: for the diner scene where the uh, chess burster does the the frog from the Hello, Warner Brother
0: Brother's cartoon. So, yeah. yeah. It's There's, such a great um, it's, it's such a great movie from beginning to end.
5: It's fantastic. Yeah, and all then, the Jew jokes
0: I, only 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 uh, Mel Brooks gets okay. away with the Jew jokes the way he does. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising,
1: merchandising. That's okay, right. we'll let Mel Brooks in.
0: Right. It's great because no could, Mel uh, Brooks gets um, to shut the oven behind him.
1: Hey, back, there you go.
0: back then, you could make fun of anybody. Yeah, well, only if you were Jewish. If you are yeah, Jewish. Yeah, yeah. If you were Jewish. Um,
1: I've got I've got one question for you, Matt. Yeah. Have you ever had a paranormal experience?
0: Or uh, yeah, and hold on yes. before you answer in classic paranormies form, I have to ask this properly. Have you ever seen to a fucking ghosts?
5: <laughs> have I? Have you ever them? seen? T- am a fucking ghost. Oh, ever seen a my fucking ghost? Where y'all from? Is that, that's, that's just some- that's an old that's just an old season. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's an terror. old paranormal thing. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm still thinking about I'm still thinking about horror movies, but I do have a, a, a an interesting story, um, and this I've never shared with anybody, but I'll share because I don't give a shit. Okay, I, I mean I haven't shared it on the in the um, interwebs. Okay, I was living in and this is who knows what this experience was. I was living in Sedona, Arizona, and I went to visit a friend in um, Northern Arizona, the smaller town, um, Kingman or something like that. Either way, I'm on the outskirts of this uh, small town in Northern Arizona, on this mountaintop at a friend's house. And um, three, three people saw the same thing, including me and two other people. And it was, um, Long story short, we saw something in the sky, like coming towards us and it, and it like dissipated as it got closer, but it was, um, like a 20 foot long. If y'all seen spirited away, it'd be like out oh, of the movie spirited away, but it was like Love a, that movie. Yep. It was kind of like a dragon looking thing, but, um, uh, the, the color was like the color of pearl, like, like. Um, like, like it didn't have like a color, it was more like glistening, like a bubble would, you know, and it had like a mouth. It kind of looked like a big sperm almost, but like a dragon and it was massive, like 20 feet long and out of this world, complete, completely foreign to me and the like eight year old and my girlfriend who saw it and all three of us saw the same thing. And I didn't want to place anything in their head because there's other people that were looking away that didn't see it It was crazy who saw and who didn't. And I was like, what? And they were like, did you, and, and I was like, tell me what you saw, you know? And first I, I had like the eight year old describe it and, um, yeah, it was very out of this world, like completely foreign. Another story, different story is I had a friend who moved into a farmhouse in Virginia and they had to leave cause it was haunted. They, they had a, um, slave woman from a noose hanging screaming at them and really weird stuff kept happening wow um, i didn't i didn't see anything mm. firsthand but I, it was a, it was my fam family friends who they're they're being tormented by these spirits but yeah i did see something very weird and i'm like looking up what is a sylph. you know s-y-l-p-h can't really find exactly what the hell a sylph is it's a, maybe an elemental air air being yeah, i think that there's elemental beings i think there's elemental beings earth and a different elemental beings and i believe that the powers that be like our u.s air force or whatever that they're like at war with them or something and so the so all this like electromagnetic frequency harp stuff in the sky Mm -hmm. they're not always controlling the weather or creating heat waves or controlling our minds or poisoning us or whatever it's like i think sometimes they're like fighting for control over the weather if and, and i know that sounds really out there but shit, we're like in an ice ice ring now. Like, I mean, uh, what's going on? Like, are we totally <laughs> like everything we've ever been told is a lie? So I'm starting. All right, to, all right. Let's you know? let's
0: get down to it. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So the paranormies officially. Are we just gonna come out and just like we're we don't believe. We've oh, we've said this many 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 times. We don't believe in the spinning space testicle. We don't believe in space as we are taught uh, in school or anywhere for that matter. Cool. So. <laughs> um, yeah. The, as far as the ice wall goes, I don't know if that's don't know all that, that there be. is. Well, you know, as if the um, if extraterrestrials are just referring to extra territories, things outside of our ice wall, the Mercator projection mm. or whatever. Oh, that might make, that makes sense. Yeah. Are yeah. we a, are we a small pocket in a larger deal? Are we uh, I think so. one chipset in a larger motherboard? You know,
5: seems like it. So, yeah, I think it so. might just like turn into matrix code the further out you go. Possibly, I again. think it
0: does. Yeah, and breaks off into those yeah. ones and zeros. Yeah, who knows?
5: Well, because we're yeah, I think we, um, we have to create. We're part of. I think we're pro- projectors of reality, and if we're not there, then it might not. Right, we're all projecting. I think we're. I think, we're, I think we're in
2: God's beautiful, perfect, enclosed system, and uh, there's right. there's a dark there's well. a dark force inside the system that is trying to subvert God's beautiful will for us
0: right but the thing is is god put it there
2: what about parallel realities so um oh. sounds neat sounds neat but not
0: true
1: yeah, I'm, i'm not a fan of parallel universe or multiverse any of that but
0: hey reinhardt i'm sorry that that's the reality you're living in
2: i think the idea oh, of a multiverse excuse me timeline i think the idea of a multiverse or a universe in general is designed to uh Make you feel very small and insignificant.
1: Well, everything it's a, it's they do—a very convenient okay. excuse for like that. Just about anything.
0: That's what everything they do is—is is supposed to be. It's geared to doing that. Everything, whether it's whether it's space, you're just a speck on a speck, flying around on a speck. You know, you're just you're you're literally uh, what is it? The uh, Horton Horton here's a who? You know, it's a speck, yeah. right? It's that's the whole point of Horton here's a who is you're literally a speck. You know. And you are insignificant. Everything, you are completely insignificant. And there's no, not even any god that created you. That's how insignificant you are.
1: Yeah, it completely takes away from from this idea that our enclosed system that we have, that there is importance to it. Because, I mean, the forces of darkness clearly are doing battle for control of this realm. So obviously this realm was important. We are not insignificant at all.
0: Right. We're definitely not also,
1: It's also kind of like
3: when you hear people like these occultists like Elon Musk talk about, oh, we'll there's a not zero chance that we might be living in a simulation or something like that. It's like, oh, so there are actual elements of this reality that are unexplainable, that are supernatural, that are things that are outside of the material. So they get in front of it and they go, oh, well, you're just a computer program. And actually, and that actually is almost the same thing as just saying we live in an atheist universe and Right. it adds a creator, but, um, the implication is that you're just basically ones and zeros. So it doesn't
1: matter anyway. Right. Hmm. Well, I think that, um, I've, I've been thinking this for a while, but when we talk about things like paranormal or supernatural Ultimately, we know that there are things beyond the physical. Matt, you saw something that seemed to be beyond the physical. And what's funny is I just heard somebody talking about seeing the exact same thing as you. No way. Um, Three people saw this thing in the sky above Tennessee, two hours apart, saw the exact same thing. Uh, Anyways, all of these things are part of the natural world. They're part of creation. They're dumbed down we are dumbed down and they are kept from us and locked away into this category of supernatural or abnormal um and it all feeds into that idea to make us feel insignificant all you have is the exoteric all you have is what's right in front of you focus on the content consume content um rinse and repeat
5: you know, yeah. I think people will actually see things that are paranormal and then they don't have like a reference point. And their mind can't compute it. And so they actually kind of black it out. It's, it's, it's a real thing. Yeah, I, I've definitely. Actually, no, I've, I've read I've, about I've, this. That and the fact
0: that uh, we we're told that these things aren't real.
5: You yeah. Know, and that the only, well, people, the
0: only people that see them are weirdos and guys like Zach Beggins who are trying to sell you a vacation at his hotel.
5: Oh, so, the God. it's part of the programming, st- the way our brains are set up. but right, real quick, right. I met a, I have a, a old lady friend, and she knows I'm the chemtrail dude, and I was talking to her. It was some time ago, but I was talking to her, and she had she had witnessed something totally out there, this like black line coming out of the front of a of a jet, and it looked really did weird. And hmm. she thought it was really foreign and and she couldn't but but she had f- forgotten it because she had no w- where to place it in her mind. And then later, I was telling her, that I'd seen that and she goes oh I witnessed the exact same thing I'm like oh why didn't you tell me And she, oh I didn't remember until you brought it up right, right. I didn't remember until c- you brought it up she says those I'm kind like, of things, things are
0: suppressed remember
4: yeah,
0: so
2: exactly. so those sylphs that you were talking about um it's very it's, it's really weird that you bring it up I I went through and watched a ton of that crow 777 guys videos there was like an archive and, and I was mm-hmm. watching his chemtrail videos and he captures with his camera. He captures these very strange uh, visual anomalies. I mean, they're they're un- they're flying objects that you can't identify, but you don't want to call them. They're not like your typical UFOs. It's just these these very intelligent moving like specks that seem to be doing just really odd stuff. Yeah. Is is that the sort of thing that you're talking about or like, have you seen other stuff that have you seen other stuff from other researchers that lend uh, to the possibility that there's stuff in the sky that we're just not able to identify with our naked eye?
5: Oh yeah. Well, we, uh, I went to film school and we only see 28 frames per second, basically like our eyes, are pretty freaking slow to be quite honest. So LED lights, for instance, um, they flicker on and off. We just can't see it because they're flickering on and off too fast for our eyes to um, compute. So there's all sorts of things that are in the night sky that our eyes can't see. And people do like slow motion infrared photography and there's all sorts of things going on that we just can't see because it's too fast for one. Um, I know what you're talking about with the crow thing um i've been on the crow show like uh four or five times and uh, not for a while and i watched those videos i thought maybe those were high-tech sensor orbs um from either the people spraying or the good guys trying to see what the heck they were spraying and make sure they weren't violating Cosmic law or something—I have no idea. But yeah, I, I that was interesting, and that is more. I think that that's that seemed more like orb and technical. What I saw was like some fairy tale stuff. Like I, could, it's, it has no placement in my mind. I don't think that I would have been able to see it if I wasn't able to think so far out the box. You know, like people people see a plane on nine eleven, right? But if you think outside the box. You don't see a plane, it's kind of a little opposite, but you can see what not to see when and even though you're being told what to see and how not to see. Yeah, Matt, the i
3: actually just watched a video. Uh it was this guy who was a psychologist who did these um all these studies on schizophrenics, and he found out basically that they seem to be demons that are inhabiting these people's bodies. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to do a study to make sure that he wasn't crazy. And so he conducted this experiment to see how people would remember things. And he got his his other friend to like dress up in this Nazi uniform. And he took his friends out to the middle of the forest. And then he had the friend just like he stopped the car and he was like, I got to go see something. And he had the friend like walk by with a machine gun and a full regalia Nazi uniform. And then he came back to the car and nobody said anything. Right. And he just goes home and finally Um, he asks the people later, like, what did you see? And they're like, oh, we saw a soldier. There was a soldier that walked by. So the guy had like a swastika on his left arm. Right. And like a uh, SS helmet and stuff. Like it was a full unmistakable Nazi uniform, but they couldn't comprehend that there would just be this Nazi in the 1990s, walking through the forest in the middle of nowhere. And then he said later um, they were like, oh yeah, we saw a hunter. It was a hunter in the forest. And then later, they just completely forgot about the incident uh whatsoever they uh, he mentioned something about that night at that party and they were like oh yeah i i, I guess i remember that party and don't even didn't even remember the incident mm-hmm. at all so that goes exactly along with what you're talking about about how when it doesn't uh, fit within someone's frame of reality that they either reinterpreted or just put it it doesn't fit in there so it just gets pushed out like the meme about
0: the person skull just debunked mandela
3: effect no I, didn't. Oh, no, I did. No, I did not. Because there's evidence for Mandela effects. There's evidence uh, called residue. Thank uh, you
0: for some of it. For
1: bad memory. For some of it. For some, some of it. A lot of that residue yeah. can
0: be.
3: I didn't say there's residue for all of it. I said there's residue.
0: I know, but that's the problem. That's my, that's my. That's the problem with, with with Mandela. Is there's only residue for some of it, not for all of it. That makes it
1: it makes it too a lot of, it of things that we all remember entertainment too oh, yeah and it's oh, cool.
3: always and it's always entertainment like we've, we've already done it. physical i i own actual residue okay mind. i mean Dude, nobody's he saying, is going to he's going
2: to beat them. us with c3po silver no, i don't leg, care about the i, I have I a book the, I, I
0: have a book i know uh,
3: 1983
2: i'm not i'm not saying that
0: the stuff doesn't exist i'm not saying that the stuff doesn't exist okay but what what i am saying is is it is always entertainment I don't think no, it's not because
3: then oh. there's black tom and there's organs moving in your whole body and there's continents moving, so it's not just did
1: organs move though? Did they yes.
3: really,
0: or have they just been like yes. trying to guess? up there. in your
3: the kidneys are up in your rib cage now. The heart is in the middle of your chest now. I think it's a lot of gaslighting. There's that a bone just, plate. There's or is a that bone that just plate. Wives
1: bo- tales of people being retard[s] and why is there a
3: kidney things? punch in boxing if the kidneys were always up behind the rib cage and the kidney punch is down low?
0: You ever see where they, they pull up their boxing? their trunks yeah, i know though. because Those they like don't to want to the, the you, middle of their neck the kidneys they, they didn't they, want to hit the kidneys like there. these little guys they put them all the way up to the back like the middle of their neck so it's like arms but now
3: it's on behind the, top. the it's behind the rib cage now that's They're why so the, fuck I,
2: I i have a chemtrail question for matt <laughs> if, <laughs> yes so before the great freeze here in my part of the continent wide strip mall which is texas before the great freeze of of 2021 in february there, I saw the strangest chemtrails in the sky. I saw planes doing spirals, and I'd never seen that before. Have Have you seen any of that in your research before a major weather event? Or is it always
5: crisscrossing patterns? Uh, no, there's all, they, they do all sorts of crazy stuff. They're getting more bold as time goes on, and they introduce new words, and people don't bat an eyelid. Um, they used to not do that, but now they'll do little spirals, and Get all the chem- chemicals um, in one spot and then zap it and create the crazy high or low pressure and and steer storms and all sorts of stuff like that. I want to include um, that ice storm in Texas in my uh, sequel, Franken Skies. So maybe I can, um, Franken Skies two climate chains shackles that I'm still working on. And maybe I can uh, get an interview out of you. So a couple things. One thing, that, a real life story, I was in a hot tub full of people. Whoa. Um whoa <laughs> and the full moon <laughs> the costume it, the full moon <laughs> No, this full moon it full moon had an antenna on it wow it, this yes. a true story <clears throat> yeah and I've, me I've and heard my, the, the girl that i was this. with me and this girl that i was with we were like wow there's a there's like a big antenna on the full moon like and we on like, the
2: face of it or on the mm-hmm. top of it
5: no like on the face like on this like the like it's this big play like a circle like on it it looked like a uh bunny ears like on a tv but on the moon that's and I'm so like, weird that's crazy And i'm like holy i'm like what mm-hmm. what and i pointed out to the people in the hot tub like five six people and they looked at it and i thought we'd have this crazy conversation they looked at it and i was like do you see that and they go yeah and that was it they like it literally they're like they i think they were way too afraid to talk about it and then they realized that well this will dismantle my reality and they just kind of like looked away they look down and I, I know that they'll never remember it you know what I mean but that's, the,
2: that's what people do when I try to have conversations with air quotes normies about certain certain just basic things not even like completely wild and out there stuff in their frame of reference people don't want to go down that road they, they like it, people are very safe in their cubby hole of what they consider sanity based on what their consumption levels are you know, when you when you pull people away from some of that stuff, things can get very uncomfortable. And the average person just is not spiritually fit and capable to deal with it.
0: You know, no. And, and furthermore, they're they they do not have the time or the inclination to because, you know, life. A lot of people you talk to somebody about any of this stuff. Most people don't give a shit because they don't have time to give a shit or that. You know what I mean? Their lives are too busy. They have kids. They have two jobs. They have this and that. And the other, They don't They don't even notice the stuff because everything
5: is, is too much for them as it is. Well, most people yeah. so, even just the word demons scares the crap out oh, of them. Oh, yeah. They'll, yeah. They, people they'll believe get in to angels. Point,
1: you know. They'll get to a point where they just they plug their ears and they just don't want to hear about it
3: well it's a safety and responsibility issue as well because if you realize that there are nefarious forces out there or that your government does not have your best interest in mind is actually possibly even trying to kill a bunch of you then you're gonna have to take responsibility for yourself and that's a big big step that a lot of people don't want to take Uh, a lot of people don't realize how connected they are to the system and how much they depend upon it for absolutely everything
5: hey johnny what do you think happened to bruce willis Oh, um, I don't
0: know. He's what he's the one. he He, sold himself this year. He retired.
5: He he can't talk anymore. Hold on. No, he he, before before the jobs even came out, he started being able to not talk. And now he doesn't even know who he is. And well, I've got aphasia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Aphasia, they say. Yeah. He's got
0: some sort of. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Aphasia? I I think it's just I I, I think it's just uh, his, his his. Bag of sand is breaking down. You know the demons are done with it. Maybe I don't know. Um, I, who knows what happens to these actors when they get old? If if, if they're even humans I like, anymore. I like Bruce Willis, I, I don't want him to I, be. I one did of, like the Bruce Willis. Well, dude, well, I didn't is. want to see. I didn't want Bill Murray. Bill Murray to have gone down to Epstein Island, but he went like twenty eight yeah. times. He went like twenty eight yeah. times. Yeah, like he was one of the most popular. That was like yeah. By the way, um, I just figured out. So there, people have been donating
1: over on Odyssey
0: we have uh 1.3 of whatever the hell those things are and uh yeah
1: on pilled uh our buddy 0 has gone insane tonight
0: yes he over has over
1: 56,000 gold pills if we had some kind of bet at the beginning of the show it would have been won by now
2: uh or you would have lost you would have had to watch the uh the rings of power no No, no, we're not doing that. Oh, Lord. That That is not happening. Oh, Lord. Um, The rings. The the woman Kang.
0: Okay, so you guys want to hear something funny? So anytime people start talking about rings of power, and I bring up the fact that they did elves will not replace us. (laughs) And people are like, every single person that I've said that to, they all looked at me and they're like, they did what? (laughs) They were like, like, just like the guys who did Jews will not replace us. I was like, yeah, exactly like that. And they were like, that's so dumb.
2: <laughs> it is. It's so it's it's so shoehorned in it, Oh, you know, well, it's like it's, it's completely actually, shoehorned. Are you telling scene? me elves no, are taking
1: the
0: jobs at the guild?
1: Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I, I watched that scene because somebody posted it on Telegram. The full. Scene oh, wait a
0: second. Now it comes out. Dog. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not. Um, go on.
1: That's not the context of it at all. It's oh, their He jealousy. saw the broader episode it's the jealousy for the elves and their long life. No, it's literally like 45 seconds of a clip dog, you can watch it. Um, wow. Ooh. Yeah, it's not it's not like Jews Jews will replace us or whatever that the line was.
2: No, it That's wasn't. It, no, they weren't they weren't they 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 weren't burning torches. Yeah, they weren't inside, actually chanting no saying, was- uh, elves will not replace us, you know, like <laughs>
0: But it was basically no, but, they took our gerbs.
1: but it's it's not, though. That's what I'm saying. It's not oh, it's a not. they took our germs thing. It's not it's a oh. no, it's a why do why should they have immortality? Why should they be stronger than us when, you know, we've been faithful? We've been good. Look at what we've built, blah, 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 blah.
2: Oh, man, Matt, I have a great costume idea for you. Oh, boy. Shoot. You love Zardov, right? Uh, yeah, Zardoz or Sean Connery. Yeah, you need to dress up like Sean Connery from Zardoz and show up to the party <laughs> like that, <laughs> with the short shorts. That's a
5: good
2: go one. Well. Oh, man the the red the red leather sh- whatever that what about, is. and yeah. And okay, the only if you hair. go as
0: hey. only if you go as Flash Gordon.
2: I'll go as Flash Gordon from the '70s movie. From
0: the, you got to wear the same short shorts though. I,
2: I'll have to borrow a blonde wig.
0: They're gold. Yeah, I know I'll you, wear. I'll, I would not, say you can grow your head hair head out, head. but.
2: No, I can't.
0: I know. There's, yeah, right. Be a cold Halloween costume. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: I don't. I, I don't care. I mean, it is Texas. Is it chilly.
0: No, yeah. it's chilly. Yeah, it was chilly today. Man. I, I wow. know.
2: I know. Queen is totally satanic and full of degeneracy, but man, I still love the Flash Gordon theme song.
0: It the whole that whole album is is great. The, the flash is movie the, was does the, the movie hold up. I haven't watched it.
3: In, no, since I was a uh, kid. The, no, the, the
2: movie, no, yes, it does. The movie's fantastic. <laughs> I, yeah, the, okay, so okay, I love good. that. I love no. that stupid movie. I love that the movie, magazine. too. I've seen it so
0: many times, dude. I've seen it so many times. Uh, I Timothy watched Dalton, it since I was like, like 10 or something, Timothy Dalton Sh- getting his arm stabbed by the scorpion in the tree S-
2: skull. He uses football moves against right, against, that's against, right, that's <laughs> he uses, right. So, like, moves he learned playing. Oh my god, I remember that that's right it's it's just like it's just like an anime it's like it's so funny it's 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 a live action anime that's all it is
0: it's a a live action anime except it's got really bad american actors
2: uh uh, so good it's got timothy dalton dressed up like robin hood right timothy dalton dressed up
0: like robin hood that gets stabbed in the arm by a scorpion in a tree stump
2: yeah, it's so good, yes. dude. <laughs>
0: yes, it's like the whole movie is the whole out- Oh, Like, what the fuck? What was the deal with the robot and all of a sudden, like, this organ when he fell on the spikes and all of a sudden, like, the organic shit came out of his face? Like, what the fuck? I know,
2: that's what made it creepy.
0: That was the like, one part in the movie when I was a kid. I was like eight or nine like, when icky. I first, yeah, it was icky. That was the one. But I was I also like,
2: not trying to put my my arm deep into any anything. like tree stumps. Nope, after, nope, after. no, <laughs> no <something laughs> bushes. <laughs> I wasn't reaching
0: around any bushes or underneath any. Nope. I, uh-uh. I, I'm sorry,
2: I, but the sci- the scene from a sci fi movie that ooked me out worse than any other one in in my childhood was during Wrath of Khan. <gasps> yes, yes, yes in Chekhov's ear. ear. Yes, and Chekhov's ah.
0: ear, dude. I used to sleep with my hand over my ear the part that touched the, the ear that touched the pillow would have to lay on my hand so anything couldn't crawl off like at the floor and up into the bed and then into my ear. I would the, feel yeah, that
3: scene yeah. and the scene from Dune with the hand.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. yeah, that was pretty bad. Well, the, Not, not uh, as bad as the, the ear.
2: Bar, you, know, you let your fear overcome you. You would have been an animal and not a human in the eyes of the Bene Gesserit and you would have just, uh, you know,
3: okay. I, I would have I would have failed.
2: The you would have answer, failed.
3: The the ants maybe, but as soon as the flesh started
4: rotting.
0: Oh, away, dude! I was, you are one, not the, the other P-Zach one that got me, the the other yes, one that God. got me. All right, when I was a teenager, was um, the Hellraiser scene with the razor blade. Oh, go ahead and get him off you. Remember? Yeah. When she gets in the race. Get
2: get him off me! Get him off me! I love I love the scene at the end where it's nothing but the the uncle's face being stretched out, oh, and, yeah. and, and he goes oh, yeah. he goes Jesus wept. And yeah, it just, just, <laughs> fucking
4: tears his face.
2: that's like he, that, he licks he licks his lips. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that was that was a very, I mean, unnecessary. I mean it was it was unnecessary, unnecessarily sacrilegious there right at the very end. Like We yeah, get it. Well,
2: I mean, Hellraiser.
1: Yeah. It's no, lost, I get it, yes, but like Hellraiser the whole movie, with the with the actual tranny now.
0: But that, yeah, that's ah, bad. Yeah. But like, that's like actually, like you know, like. But not coming not, back like, to spit on it after it's you know dead or whatever. Anyway.
2: Clyde Barker did not give consent for the Candyman or Hellraiser remake. They just uh, they the movie studio like sold sprites. the rights.
0: Yeah, the movie studio. Well, it's been that's that's why it's been so long because his rights expired. Um, they didn't have to sell the rights the rights expired
1: uh, Johnny I think we're getting close to taking a break
0: yeah let us do that um, we got some music mixes that we have had uh, queued up with some video stuff right
1: yeah so yeah, we'll this is cool yep yeah, we got our first break here and then I'm pretty sure we got somebody else waiting to come on too
0: Yes, we have our second guest coming on for our secondish hour. Uh, Matt, you want to hang out?
5: Um, I. Or do you got to go? I was gonna maybe dress up and go to this. Well, all summer, right, bro. Well, you
0: dress up and go to your party. Thanks for hanging out with us on our Halloween stream, I appreciate brother. It. Yeah, yeah,
5: I appreciate it. I know I said it was lame, but I'm trying to get social. No, you're Things good, man. Kind of lining up. Good, Matt. Good. Personally, so, I might as well get out. Good. There. Otherwise, I'm just a workaholic and um, doing my thing, and um, and I love you guys. Excellent, so thanks for having. Love you too, bro.
0: Yes, me. we'll have you back on the show re- soon, and we would definitely, I'd definitely love to come on and do an interview for your Franken's show, movie.
5: Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yes, That'd thanks. And we'll I talk to you soon, bro. Um, I appreciate you guys, and have a nice um, yeah. evening. Love you guys. Happy dude. Halloween, happy back. Halloween. Take love care, happy Halloween. Bro. Thanks. Happy Halloween. Later. All right.
0: Halloween. So yeah, dude. That was fun. I love when Matt comes on the show. Cool. Let's take a break. Uh, what is the, what, what? which one are we doing? I know your brother mixed up some stuff. Reinhard.
1: I don't remember. What, Every day is uh, Halloween. What two were combined. We combined some songs. So are just a couple of mashups. You'll have to listen and see. We'll be back.
4: You will rise
0: behind those eyes Black house will rock You
4: are mortal. You tried to make me a killer. You're never roll, Michael. You're never die. But
0: you must feed.
2: no more room in hell than the dead will walk the earth and the living won't have a prayer because it's the dawn of the dead
0: <laughs> is the music still dead is that, I can't tell.
2: the music is dead brother the music, the music is
0: the music dead is all right everybody, everybody we're back it's, it's we're back the to the we're like, back for the Halloween Paranoies Halloween live stream I'm still Johnny Monoxide you're it. with Dogbot Alt Skull Reinhardt Grognak Matt Landman just left us
2: that was fantastic. That Johnny, was awesome. can
1: you not hear me? We yeah, can hear you. I can hear you, now. I can hear you yeah, now. Music was just playing.
0: No, nobody heard music.
1: Hmm. It was still I, can, I can hear you guys clear. Yeah, there we go. There All right. Is.
0: All right. And also joining us for our second hour, Mr. Jason Bashirs from Archaics. What's up, man?
7: Oh, man, I'm good. Did a little fishing today. Nice. caught me something, had to get away from that YouTube madness for a little while.
0: You're always on, dude. I'm always getting a a, uh, a notification that you're live streaming, and I'm always at work, and I'm like, damn it! I can't watch it yeah. when I'm at work. Yeah. What'd you,
7: what'd you catch?
0: Well, yeah, what'd you catch today?
7: Oh, there's nothing but striped bass and catfish out here. Woo!
0: Stripers are always fun, though. Are they big? Because where I'm from, they're big.
7: Yeah, it's a... Uh, we've, we've had a... Uh, We've had a lot of rain lately, so they come up because it's real cool. Normally when the water is real warm, they stay deep, and, they, and it's hard to get them. But uh, I'm out here on Lake Conroe, so it's uh, it's been real good since the past two days it's been raining. We haven't had rain in like 30 days.
2: No, the rain's been insane here in Texas. Uh, it's total flash flood. Ground table is completely soaked.
7: Yeah, it's crazy. Well, what part I'm of Texas are you in? Up here, Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was raised in Bedford, Texas.
2: I'm familiar with Bedford. Uh the Trinity Trojans.
7: Yeah, that's right. Uh Harwood Junior High, Trinity Trojans. Uh in the in the late, well, in the mid to late eighties, that was all country though. It was uh Hearst, Julius and Bedford were all separate. Now I hear it's all one city.
2: It is. My uh, dad used to call it useless.
1: Yeah. My wife my <laughs> wife grew up in yeah. Hurst.
2: Um, yep. um worst, useless in Bedford. Wow. Oof. <laughs>
7: So wow. who, who, who you guys have been talking to tonight? Well,
0: uh, we got we got our D live chat. We've got our um our odyssey chat and our pill chat up tonight. We don't we don't do YouTube.
2: Well, they will let us.
0: They won't let us. Yeah, they don't let yes, us do there's YouTube. There's <laughs> a, a big difference. We would do YouTube. We would probably we we had man. We had lots of thousands. I don't even remember what we were at when we when we first got shut down.
2: Maybe when Elon buys YouTube, we well, can get back he, on YouTube.
0: He, he, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, everybody's going back to Twitter, right? Is everybody going to make this the the dumb second rush? I mean, I know they made their first rush. but I went. I know you went. I was like, Wow. Ah. <laughs> like, he didn't even have to tell us. <laughs> yeah. No, Skull was so happy. He was so happy when the, when when Twitter first went back up. Yay! He went in with everybody else. They're like, ha
2: we're of insane. We're
0: doing end towers and we're all
2: banned. Damn it! <laughs> I I didn't get my account reinstated. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. my My account is not reinstated yet, but I did start a new one. And if they reinstate it, I will just to have the old alt skull account back. Just for to have time's sake, just to have it. Yeah.
7: Well, I mean, Facebook led about forty thousand people back in people that they had deliberately targeted and shut their accounts down. I'm one of them.
3: Oh, I should check. I wonder if. It- I wonder if they let me back in. They deleted my account after oh, about six, 60, 30 day bans. I don't know if they that works out chronologically all or not.
1: <laughs> both both of those have just become absolute hellscapes. Though Twitter is is not what it used to be.
2: Yeah. I it's mean, just it's a it's a very silly system over there. Like that, there's no rhyme or reason to what you get in your feed anymore. So, no.
1: oh no, I just I get straight up horrible stuff that. Gets put in my feed for, by Twitter.
7: <laughs> I, I got a question for you guys. Look, come on. There is a lot. I keep a muzzle on my mouth because I'm on YouTube there, but I have a lot to say on a lot of other topics that I cannot discuss on YouTube. So you guys are into this podcasting, and uh, I don't know anything about it. I don't know. I don't know shit about the podcasting world <laughs> at all, at all. <laughs> but I am looking into it. I mean, my I, I, I've been spreading my foot footprint. I got about probably nine or 10 different people that have all uploaded all my videos on all different platforms and sent me all the, the admin links. And it's, uh, moving a little faster than I expected, but I'm really looking for somewhere where, uh, I don't know where, where my message could be, could be delivered, but no one would ever link this content back to archaics. Something to something anonymous you you understand right if you're doing a
2: podcast if you're doing a podcast it can't be anonymous because they'll just they'll just be able to tell it's your voice and like and 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 so many people like your content from youtube they're going to want to listen to whatever you're talking about Mm -hmm. on the podcast and the two will be inextricably linked no matter no matter what you do
7: yeah that's a problem i make way too much money on youtube now to to, uh (laughs) Well, that's a lot of um,
3: what a lot of guys from YouTube have transitioned into is using their YouTube audience and then setting up an actual website that is, um, if possible, like your own kind of server type thing. I don't know exactly how that works, but they set up their own website and they do podcasting and streaming. Um, we're, We're doing it based on another person's setup, but they do that and then they take donations like a like a membership fee of like two or three dollars each for the people who want to join over there and that kind of keeps everything behind a paywall so you don't have people reporting you and you don't have undesirables coming in and then if you do get um kicked off of youtube then people already have an alternative place and then um you know you said your your videos are all uploaded somewhere else so it's a good idea because youtube i mean i'm surprised you're still on there to be yeah, honest, it, it
1: may not last. It's I would say it's probably not going to last forever. The YouTube well, uh, thing. No doubt,
7: no doubt. Well, yeah. Some My people get away with it is, is on YouTube. Um, yeah, I do go deep on a lot of subjects, but I will say this. It's a there's no one among. I mean, those who are doing wrongdoing in in the upper echelons of society, they could ever say that I'm exposing them. I don't. I don't use pronouns. I'm not. I'm not. You know what I mean. I'm not targeting individuals like a lot of people do. Uh, uh, just name dropping who's in the wrong. I, Archaics is more conceptual. I deal. I deal with situations and concepts, and I'm just not a. I just. I'm not demon chasing in the government. So I, I agree that they've let me. They let me go quite a, quite a ways already, but. Just like Elon purchasing Twitter, there's something going on. I have addressed this in my last three videos. It's almost as if the deep state and the elite are allowing for the pendulum to swing in the other direction, and they're actually helping so- social media people put out this more conservative views. They want it to go that way. I-, I think I told you guys before that I've done a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, predictive analytics on this showing that we're about to go from the far left to the far right and it's going to be very fast.
3: Yeah, you definitely but, predicted that, man. I, I was very impressed with that because we're seeing it all happen I think, now. They're, sure. helping, I
7: think well, they're helping that because on YouTube right now, if you get on YouTube and you just start searching with, with uh, um, basically with just different channels, you're going to find people are, people are naming names. They're name dropping. They're exposing all kinds of things that that ninety days ago would have got their channel deleted. Right. Well, it's almost, it's almost as if YouTube is relaxed a, a fuckload, just like just like uh, uh, Facebook has.
2: Jason, uh, ha- Jason, have you seen uh, any of the material from Shaking My Head Productions? Shaking My
7: Head Productions, man, I just had deja vu. Like you asked me that before.
2: Uh, well, this is our first time talking. Hi, I'm Dogbot. Bot. Even uh, that's deja vu. Oh. Well, well, yeah. uh, they they That's just they, they just released a video about the purge, and, and what Shaking My Head Productions does is they 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 seem to like pour through popular media and pull out symbolism and things like that, and they pair it up in their video compilations. And what in in their purge in their purge video that they just released, they're basically showing how. The far left and what is considered the kosher far right are are basically being ginned up to get into these street fights. And then you have these uh, predictive programming operations like the Purge movies and the Purge TV series to sort of normalize political violence in a American fashion.
7: Right, right, right. I see. I do. I can see that happening. I can. I can see Super Domes where NFL games were played 15 years before now being used as all kinds of Roman amphitheaters showing blood sports.
2: I can see all that coming. Bread and circus, but at a for a modern age. Well, I mean, you have you know you have you
0: have uh, you have an MMA main event every Friday night now. You know, I mean, there's there's already you know you've already got blood sports on TV uh, seven nights a week, pretty much.
2: Oh yeah! I, I remember the Running Man commercial from the movie The Running Man? The mm-hmm. climbing for dollars and the yes. guys climbing up a rope and there's like Doberman Doberman's, dog, Doberman's barking. At yeah,
0: <laughs> yes, that movie was that movie was awesome, man. That was one of my favorite ones.
2: I was like, I suck I at climbing. Yeah, that was a good that was a
7: good story though. The Running Man was based mm-hmm. off Stephen King's story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was a good story. Richard was, Dawson.
0: Uh, Richard Dawson was the best character in the whole movie. Yeah, that was. Yeah,
7: yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, right. He did write under a pen name, didn't he?
0: uh yeah what was the pen
3: name he was um oh. yeah that was one of his early stories before mm. he was actually stephen king he was writing yeah, that, pen
7: was, pen. that was that was one of those situations where it was just in case i suck i'll go by this name first
0: yeah. and luckily for him was, arnold you know did a whole bunch of the same you know similar movies in the 80s and that one just fell into his lap
2: jesse I, jesse I ventura like- I still like that stupid
5: movie.
0: Oh, it's great, dude. That's one of. It's one of the.
5: Yeah, it's a classic. What if it's he great. rapes
0: you? What if he kills you? What if he kills you then rapes you? What if he rapes then <laughs> kills you? <Yeah.
5: laughs> or,
2: or when Arnold throws out his typical line, he says, uh, "I'll be back," and the game show host says, "Only in a rerun." Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only in a
0: rerun. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, the
7: eighties made some badass movies.
0: Yeah, even, they were terrible. Not a lot of them hold up as well as, like, I mean, like we were just talking earlier uh flash gordon is a i mean it holds up in it all of its its awesome terribleness right um no but what's your f- yeah okay oh, sorry. but like no but the running man and most of schwarzenegger's most of schwarzenegger's action movies hold up like like conan is an archetypal movie like that is the archetype of fantasy you know yeah I, I mean, movies. the, the okay. only
2: part of raw deal that holds up is when he's driving around the construction site, killing everybody to <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't get no satisfaction.
0: That's actually that was no. actually the best. The only <laughs> good part of the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, not all his movies were not all his
0: movies were bangers. OK, he did like he, he did do the shotgun effect where it was like, you know, a lot of movies. And again, not all of them were were not all of them were Predator. OK.
2: No, Red Heat was really boring. Not it was. All of it them was were some, jingle all the way. Right. Yeah. Red, Red Heat was some jingle. Some like humanizing good. Russian propaganda stuff. Yeah. You know, like. really Not weird. all
3: of them were twins or Kindergarten Cop.
2: I was about to
1: say kindergarten cop. Kindergarten it's cop what?
0: is a classic. Is it? It's, it's not a Duma. It's not, dude. Could you imagine if some kid today said girls have a pe- or boys have a penis, girls have a vagina? He'd get booted like booted right out right. of the movie. Like, yeah, you couldn't say that today.
2: We're going to go get you double faxed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right,
2: hey, you
7: guys. You guys remember a movie called Hotel Hell from the eighties?
1: Yes, a little it bit. Sounds familiar. Is that I mean, your favorite? A, is
7: that your favorite horror movie, Jason? Listen, listen, I, I, I can, uh. I can drink about four or five shots of bourbon. I like blended whiskeys All right. and I'll relax. I'm not, I'm not a heavy drinker, but about twice a month I'll sit there and that's how I'll spend my even, evening relaxing. And if I watch a movie like hotel Hell, then the movie becomes fantastic under my bourbon induced uh, interest. There you go. But, uh, you remember hotel hell. That's an awesome horror flick. for What
2: happens? What happens in hotel hell? Yes. Tell us about it. It's
7: a, it's, it's actually a cult classic but it starts off with just a normal couple well actually it's a bunch of people but the protagonist is a normal couple going to a motel way out in the middle of it, basically in the middle of nowhere and some things go wrong in the room they hear some noises they don't realize that the the owners of the motel have a garden in the back and they take they take these travelers and they drug them because they deliver their food to them. They drug them, and then once under cover of darkness, they go in while everybody else is asleep in the motel, and they'll take a man and a woman, and they'll go plant them in the garden where only their head is showing above above the ground. Yeah. And they cut their tongue out, and they put a burlap sack over them, and they'll water them for a few days, and they come and feed them this this porridge that they make, and they turn these people into plants, and they've got a whole bunch of them. But they only do it about once a week because they don't want travelers not coming. Instead, steady got a steady stream of people coming and going. And they did it to one couple, but they survived, and they dug their way out, and they started freeing the other ones, but some of them were still already plants and all. It's, it's a horror flick, but, but it's also a comedy, and they did that a lot in the late <laughs> 70s and the 80s. There was a bunch of movies like that, like Attack of the Killer Clowns. Attack
2: of the Killer
0: Clowns was Killer awesome. Clowns from Killer Clowns, Clowns from Outer Space. Yes, that's, that's right.
7: Killer Clowns, Killer
0: Clowns from, from Outer Space.
2: space. Absolutely correct. That You're getting it mixed up with Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, yes. which was George Clooney's, Clooney. Clooney's first movie. Attack
0: of the Killer Tomatoes oh, wow. was awesomely terrible, or was it terribly awesome? I think it was. Uh, wait, cool. which
2: one? Killer Clowns or, or the or Killer Tomatoes?
0: Uh, we'll go oh. Killer Clowns first.
2: The costumes in Killer Clowns from Outer Space are some of the most. <laughs> are they look wet? Yes. And gross yes. and like they're they're like just the costume designer for Killer Clowns from Outer Space really should have won some kind of award. I I'm
0: pretty hey, sure Johnny. Fangoria gave him some sort of award. Yes, Reinhardt.
2: Um
1: so our stream just ended.
4: Oh
2: no.
1: For some reason. It seems
2: to be cutting in and out
1: yeah well it's it's ended on pilled and I'm trying to get my software back open up okay here, well so. I'm
0: still recording the i'm still recording the audio so we can still keep talking um what do you want yeah are you gonna try and get it back up
1: yep I'm working on it okay yeah there was another movie
0: so oh. hold on a second real quick jason uh Grognak, uh jump into the chats and let everybody know what's going on please okay okay Jason uh what movie now
7: you're saying Oh, in the uh, I thought y'all stopped the stop the recording. Um, no, well, no,
2: we're we're still recording. It's just the stream is having a little bit of a yeah. hiccup right now. <clears throat> yep. Otherwise, yeah, we're st- we're still we're still going. Yeah, this
7: I'm. A- I, I when I was a kid, I developed a phobia for old like black and white paintings, and it all started from a movie that I had watched when. My parents had basically got bored or too tired and I was staying up too late and they left the room and I was there just locked onto this television and I'm watching a movie and I don't know the name of it. You guys might know it, but it, 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 it it created a phobia in me in my younger years. But in that movie, this girl had woke, had, she had woke up from the bed, walked down the staircase and there was a picture on the wall, halfway down a circular staircase, that used to used to just uh, fascinate her, and she was just looking at it. And in the movie, she had stopped and looked at it like two or three times. But at night time, she got up and she was going down the stairs, and something caught her eye, and she stopped and she looked at the picture. And in this time, in the picture, there was a dark silhouette way on the tree line in the picture. Well, the picture itself was actually a paint was a painting of what the the surrounding environment looked like, the forest. So she, had, uh, she went to the window and looked and compared and she saw the dark silhouette that disappeared, went back to the painting and saw that the dark silhouette, the shadow had moved, but it was closer. And uh, it had terrified the hell out of me, and I don't remember much about that movie. I just remember that she kept, she started panicking because the figure in the painting was getting closer and closer, and she kept verifying it by running downstairs and looking out the window. Yeah, I don't I remember. I, I, I might not have even watched that movie, but I remember what
2: it did to me when I was real young. I was terrified. I know
3: what I've, I know what you're talking about, and I can't remember the name of the
7: movie either. I, I,
2: yeah, I can kind of see the scene in my head, but I for, mm. for the life of me, it's 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 part of the movie. It's
7: but 70s, like it's definitely 70s. I yeah. was real young. Could have been a 60s movie.
2: I, I didn't like the omen when I was a kid. Like oh, there, man. the omen three. The omen three. There's a scene where the mom decides to burn her kid's face off with the freaking uh, uh iron. And and iron. I hated that. That's
0: oh, dude, that scene.
2: That scene got I me. I hated that. that so much. Yes.
0: You know what one got me when I was a kid was basket case.
2: I love basket case. We talk talked about, about, I talk hate about it, crazy fucking... Talk about crazy freaking special effects! that they came up with for that. That was
0: literally it was like a picnic basket with like a with like a Nerf ball head with teeth (laughs) with teeth and hands.
3: They even the eighties was the last real bad. Like you guys were saying about the they added comedy. It wasn't just horror. It was comedy. It was camp. I loved, 90s, I, I loved it was 90s, but I loved it was it 90s? Maybe it was still 80s. Uh, Return of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead was,
2: oh, yeah, that,
4: was, yeah, that, was yeah.
0: that was
3: late 80s. That yeah. was late 80s, but yeah. that's my oh, favorite zombie they, movie ever.
2: Puppet Master, uh,
0: remember those with the, oh, with the a little oh,
3: those are great. Yeah,
2: one of my one of my favorite horror movies was Society, where where like the uh, the rich kid football player uh, finds out that his family isn't really his family, and like they're oh, yeah. all part of this. Uh, they're like a different race and they can all meld their bodies together and everything. And it's oh, oh, weird. Yeah. yeah, but that's
0: kind of like Revelation of the Method.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, no society, society is a really good Revelation of the Method movie.
0: I'm surprised Skull you know, hasn't it? seen it already.
2: They haven't made an HBO series out of it yet.
0: Right. So he won't watch it yet. Not
3: from Quantum of Clenches just talked about that movie and I was going to watch it and I forgot to. No, because of course. <laughs> well, if Matt talked
4: about
0: it, yeah.
7: yeah, that was the decade of Michael Myers. And that was the decade of Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah, man.
0: Words. Michael Myers, Michael Myers,
1: dude.
0: OK, OK, best horror theme music. Michael Myers, I got to say Michael Myers. Michael yeah. Myers,
3: yeah. Halloween, yeah. because John Carpenter,
2: Michael Myers. Yeah, John Carpenter uh, wrote that, you know,
0: he wrote John the music. Carpenter,
2: yeah, he wrote the music. He really? He writes the music for his movies.
0: I did not know that he wrote that.
7: Okay.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he's yeah. I love I love the music he did for Escape from from New York. That's some of the that's some of his best music.
3: Speaking of um Halloween three is an excellent movie too, even though it has nothing to do with the other two Halloween movies. Yeah, yeah Se- into- Season
2: of the Witch. I posted yes. some scenes from that on, on my Terrific. channel today. Like, I hated that movie when I was a kid. The idea that, like, it seemed like such an unstoppable thing that this guy was not going to be able to stop these masks from melting the inside of everybody's faces. Yeah.
3: And, they, yeah. and their kids' faces turning into bugs. Right. Yes.
5: See, that movie, into
0: yeah, but that, and that one didn't have anything to do with Michael Myers. Didn't John Carpenter have nothing to do with that one, too?
2: He had nothing to do with that. Right. I, I don't right. think it, he had anything to do with anything past Halloween, too. Uh, Yeah, I don't think uh, so. But it also had a a
3: lot of um, actual themes like actual witchcraft and actual like Irish or Scottish pagan rituals and things like if you watch it, like there are a lot of deep truths in the movie, even though it's so campy and kind of goofy. And then it's just completely disturbing, too. It's like these kids heads are turning into crickets. Like what the
4: fuck?
7: (laughs) Yeah, how about American Werewolf in
2: London? Y'all remember that oh, one? Oh, that was oh, a great man. one. That was great. So was, that a com- that was that a comedy or a horror movie? Yes, it was both. both. It was, it was horror both.
0: It was both. That was the 70s, man. That was like a little bit No, everything. it
2: was not. That was the 80s. Was it? American yeah, Werewolf. I think it was, the, was the 80s. It was 79. It was wasn't? the 80s. Okay. Yeah,
7: it, was, uh, <clears throat> it was back then somewhere. I know
2: that whole John, genre. John- they don't even make movies like that anymore. John Carpenter did season of the witch. Halloween Eighty-one, oh did he God. really? Okay,
0: it was 81. 1981.
3: It, it, yeah, that was one of my favorite movies. I liked how his zombie friend kept coming back in deeper and deeper states of decay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are like the, the, the comedy parts. Giving him yeah. a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. In the movie theater.
7: <laughs> Y'all remember the movie The Gate? Started oh, off with uh, yes. mom and dad left the house and then the teenage daughter and her little like eight eight nine year old bro- little brother stayed home so she throws a party has all her friends over there while yep. the little brother and his friend are in the backyard digging a hole that ends up collapsing all the way to a pit in hell and all these little tiny creatures start coming out and Throughout the movie, they just vexed
2: the hell out of this these,
0: these I mean, people. That's a little oh, revelation man. of the method right there too. A little layer. I, case, right?
2: I I still love the stop motion animation they used for the the little monsters in the gate. Yeah. that's yeah, the that's
0: the best time of like for movies and special effects yep. was they had to use the stop motion little miniatures. Yeah, Brad,
2: Brad Dorf grew up looking real weird. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was his movie that he did as a kid. But like, he grew up looking really weird. Damn, you're gonna
7: go. Awesome memory. To remember? I, I remember. I remember numbers, concepts, uh, geometrical relationships. I'm not. I'm not really good with names, especially pronouns. J- a-
2: Jason, I I rewatched The Gate with my son like two years ago. So it's oh, not yeah. like it's not. It's not like I remember it from the '80s. Yeah. I, uh, it was. It, it was. Wow. It was really strange because they they brought in the uh, evil heavy metal. Album kind of aspect to the gate. I I didn't remember that from my childhood. Yeah, you know, right. the par- the, there is an album that his friend had that, like, basically had uh, in the liner notes that basically had like an abridged version of the necron- the Necronomicon. <laughs> <laughs> like. right.
7: Yeah, it's good stuff.
3: Evil Dead was great too. Evil Dead. Evil Dead is probably one of the best. Yeah, Evil Dead 2. it really is. Evil Dead Two. And that's pure. It's almost. It's almost just comedy. Evil Dead. It It is. It's it's like so funny that it's not quite horror. But then there's just this horrific, graphic violence.
0: Yeah. Well, it's gore. It's it's gore. There's no actual horror. There's nothing scary.
1: The remake was
0: not bad either, but it wasn't funny at all.
3: Mm. See, I
1: I like the remake. It was definitely a lot more like
3: serious. It was a straight horror horror movie. Yeah, it was a straight horror movie, but it was quite good. I was surprised by how good it was because I figured they would ruin it.
0: No, they didn't, which was which was nice. They which, which they often almost almost always. That's one of like maybe three movies that they didn't ruin by remaking. Right.
7: Yeah, these are uh, the comedy horrors are what the 80s are really popular for. But you can't we can't not mention Jason Voorhees. That was some oh, yeah. serious horror there.
0: Dude, his mother that, was actually no, the you, first you one. Me. The first Friday the 13th is what got me the worst because it was his mom.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, yeah, was almost well, a dude. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, so,
2: obviously, I guess. obviously it was it was a Hollywood <laughs>
0: actress dogbot. Clearly, duh.
2: But no, when you look at picture, I mean, I know because it was a Hollywood actor. But when you look at pictures, you're like, whoa.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, they they all, they all did it back then. It's like, but who?
2: Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
0: No, it's fine. It's like when you look at like when, you know you show people pictures of like the first ladies, and you're like, look at that chin. Look at, that. Mm. look at them shoulders.
2: Or, or in a case of Michael Obama, look at that cock. Look at
0: that, look at that penis. Yeah, look at, look at that dick, <laughs> cock, and balls just swinging her Yeah, I love it. I, you know, I, I love that. That's the one. And by the way, I, I think it's hilarious that Raouche Ligma was uh, holding up uh, Michelle Obama's becoming when they were quote getting fired from Twitter today. Oh,
3: that's funny. Ligma I mean, Johnson.
0: I mean, Ligma Johnson. You know, it was I mean, fake and gay when uh, when Elon tweeted about it later. Ligma Johnson deserved it.
2: No, Ligma Johnson had it coming, or had it coming.
0: Then the eggplant, the eggplant and sploosh. Yeah, there you go. Elon. Yeah, Just like us.
2: Yeah. You know, a lot of people didn't want to be caught dead listening to the Walkman in their bed. Like, mm-hmm. like Johnny Depp was in uh nightmare on Elm street. Oh man. Or
0: yeah. Murdered the way, the way Kevin Bacon was
2: after he just- was, Blended. Oh man. John, hey, yeah.
7: Johnny Depp was in
2: that movie. In, yeah, John, yeah, Johnny Depp was in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Wow. He, he, Johnny Depp I was really in the first Nightmare that. on
0: Elm Street. Kevin Bacon was in the first Friday the 13th.
3: Yeah, that's so weird to me. Kevin Bacon being in that. Of course, he's in, he, he is the center of the movie
0: universe. So, yeah, he's a t- right. Exactly. He's the center of the universe. What are you talking about? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon is like a real thing. My friend
3: and I used to play that game and we were masters of it at back in the back in the day in oh, high man. school.
0: Now we just play six degrees of can't eat bacon and to see how far back it goes.
7: <laughs> yeah. well, what was uh, his first movie? Footloose. Footloose. Uh,
0: that there was foot. It was footloose Friday the 13th. And there was another one there. They all kind of came out right around the same time. I don't remember exactly.
7: I know for a while he was married to that Jewish girl. I can't remember
2: her name though, but, uh, well that's how he stayed in movies. Right. She I was mean, uh, got,
7: yeah, she was actress for a long time. She had her own show called The Closer. Oh yeah. Um Kira Sedgwick.
0: Sedgwick, yeah. That's
7: right. That's her. Yeah.
3: Wild Things is my favorite Kevin Bacon movie.
7: I don't think I've seen that one.
5: Have you I seen that? You always, haven't seen that?
0: Yeah. yeah. I actually liked him in Super. Did you see Super? It's got Rain yeah. Wilson. Rain Wilson uh is married to, I can't remember who it is who his wife is It's some like like super hot, like whatever Uh, she runs off with Kevin Bacon who owns a strip club. He gets her all hooked on drugs and she's a stripper. Right. And rain Wilson thinks that this guy has kidnapped her. And so he turns into a superhero to rescue her. And it's like this, he's like actually just a crazy person.
2: I liked him in hollow man. Hollow. Yeah. I I like Kevin. Bacon. I I like
0: Kevin Bacon, man.
2: Uh, Skull, the same guy that directed Event Horizon, I think directed Hollow Man.
3: Hollow Man was good as well, and it was very creepy too. And in the uh, like, you didn't you don't expect him to become as evil as he becomes in that movie.
2: Well, if you had the power to turn invisible, you'd you turn evil pretty quick. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, it starts Probably. with the girls' locker room, and it escalates really quickly from there. If you, <laughs> if you do have that power, yeah, right. <laughs> When they say power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely if
0: you're invisible. <laughs> okay, so his first movie was actually Animal House. Really? Kevin Bigger, yeah. Animal House. He was Chip Diller. Yeah. Animals, yeah. Oh, thank you, sir. May I have another? Yep. Yeah, and his sister no another? fun. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Right. Footloose was 1984. This was six years before that. Wow. Wow. Yep. And then after think, that, do you he think did a Animal couple-
2: House. Do you think Animal House ruined an entire generation of people's expectations of what they're going to get out of college? Uh,
0: it, it did a lot to what college is supposed to be. It it, Dude, it, it, it started it pretty much
2: inspired
7: all those nerd movies
0: It inspired. Well, it inspired college. Uh, um, what do you call it? Um, like this, the social aspect of college, you know, college used to be you went to college to go to college.
2: No movie is more Jewish than Revenge of the Nerds. No,
0: none, including the rape scene.
2: Yeah, the oh rape, the ra- I... the rape scene in the Darth Vader mask. Yeah, uh, buddying up with all the blacks to try to be cool. Yep,
0: and then uh, you have the the panty raid, uh, the panty raid, all the and gay set- stuff.
2: And not just the panty raid, but setting up surveillance cameras, yes. setting up surveillance to cameras to do it, to continue to yes. watch them. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It is. It That's is the ju- most Jewish head movie head of all time. What's that,
7: Jason? that's what i was referring to the revenge of the nerds
2: movies
0: oh man yeah they are literally the most jewish movies like of all time yeah Yeah.
2: designing a floppy javelin for their black homosexual friend (laughs) that's right (laughs) (laughs) well um
1: real quick update johnny it looks like we are uh we're just out for the night on the stream. Oh no, I'm very disappointed.
0: Well, we will we will just continue the podcast aspect of this and uh, put it out as a podcast. It'll get listened to quite a bit.
1: Yes. So, yes, yes, it will.
0: Yes. So anyway, um, man, all right, other that sucks, but other other great Halloween movies. Jeez, there's um, I mean, obviously the Halloween series.
1: Would you guys consider anything? What's that? Leprechaun.
3: leprechaun! Oh,
2: Leprechaun! Oh, Leprechaun! leprechaun. <laughs> oh,
3: leprechaun. <laughs> <That> Creepy ass movie.
2: <laughs> leprechaun! Le- listen, Leprechaun in the Hood is a really fun movie to watch. I was about to say, didn't? Wasn't there Leprechaun in the Hood? Leprechaun is We just talked It's also it. really fun to watch. We
0: just talked about Leprechaun in the Hood a couple shows ago. Reinhardt, remember uh, Hudson brought it up. Speaking oh, of Hudson, r- speaking okay. of Hudson, Hudson said that uh, Hudson said he's sorry he couldn't show up, and he wishes he could be with us. So, hey, it happens, it happens.
1: Uh, what about trick or treat? I don't remember, Ooh, I don't remember a, that one.
0: That's a new one, newer one.
3: It's excellent,
1: not new newer. It's newish, 2000s.
3: I mean, compared to the 80s movies we're talking about, it's
1: quite true. a new
0: yeah. Okay, true. so it's like
1: a
3: Halloween, movie, it's like five uh shorts, short movies.
0: Oh, so it's like a creep show,
3: <laughs> yeah. I know. it's Creepshow. Creepshow okay, is so my favorite. Creepshow is Creep Creep one of my, my favorite. favorites of all time.
0: Yeah. Yes. And that brings me to
3: love Creepshow too. One of my
0: favorite television. My, my favorite television shows of all time was Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Oh,
2: yeah. I love the I love the uh, keyboard sound in the Tales from the Dark Side intro. Yeah, that's a great. When, that's when a they, great, um,
3: what, The music for that. that.
2: Yeah, the keyboard sound where after he says when things are not as as brightly lit, like
3: yes. yeah, the swell. They, they use a moog or something, don't yeah. they?
0: Yeah, it's yes, like, yes. And they they that fade that comes in. I, I can. Think it, res- I think it's I actually a Roland
2: Juno, but never mind. It's- <laughs> Jesus Christ, don't <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I don't I, know. I, looked, I don't know. I looked into I it. I, I looked know. Know. into it. <laughs> That's all. That's.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can recite that intro from memory.
0: Can you though, do, it. Thing? do it? Do it.
3: Man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is unseen by most an underworld, a place that is just as real but not as brightly lit a dark side. I thought
2: we had a on on as the third guest for a second there. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
0: look, it's the horizon. You can't see it. It's flat. It's fooling you and you don't like it.
3: This Magic. building was made of bricks. Oh, they stop. built them in the mortar brick thingy.
2: <laughs> you've been to a cathedral, but <laughs> you've never like been this. to a cathedral like this one. It's like a cathode, and it's a television. Tell lies. Vision. Now, hang on a
0: second. Hang on. Don't mix up All like of- actual good stuff with you are like tell live vision is actually real. I yeah, use that. come on. Don't attribute yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, don't. Yeah. That's not
1: the, <laughs> let's go back to this fire I, on a beach. I have have, a terrible accent talk
0: a gift shop. What? He bought a book. He didn't even buy the book. Did he? He didn't even say he bought the book. He read no, the he book f- at the, just gift just he he sat sat the gift through shop. He sat in the and read it. His whole entire outlook on the whole quote Tartaria thing changed because he thumbed through a book at a gift shop. This is
3: why they have you exit through the gift shop.
0: Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is why the gift shop is always the last thing you you, you do before you leave the zoo, the museum, the ride, yeah. whatever it is. Yes. They
3: they can cement the narrative in with yes. the gift shop yep. afterwards. By
0: selling you a piece of it to take home with you to remind yourself of it every day that you An own. extremely overpriced piece. Oh, absolutely. Every yes. Always J- overpriced and terribly made.
2: Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason, what's your favorite old book right now?
7: My favorite old book,
2: yes, so, something that every something every time you every every time you read it, you're like it blows you it blows you away.
7: well, I mean, I'm not a lot of the older books that I've read are no longer in my possession i'm I've, I've passed them on because I couldn't carry a lot. being in prison, I was always trading books I couldn't I wasn't I couldn't keep them after I data mined them, but in my library, Actually, my favorite book right now is from like nineteen thirty-four, called "The Races of Men." They just—they just, they just wrote—they wrote differently. Scholars wrote totally differently back then. They don't, there's nothing after World War II that's been published that's even comparable to 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 publications on history that are before World War One.
2: That is so, very, very true. Oh yeah, absolutely true. Yeah. I have this ridiculous book about the the uh, the Baptist case for prohibition and like it's not written like anything else that I have it was written in like 1910
7: wow yeah I got a bunch of books from 1901 to 1912, 1913 yeah it's a uh, hey those fundamentalists listen they their hearts in the right place but man when they get wired up over something they will write they will write believe me they, they will uh, the pamphlet's I mean back in those days it wasn't even books that were real popular it was pamphlets they used to they used to print pamphlets like you wouldn't believe just flood society with them
1: so oh, this and, race and this you race, the, oh, and you know the uh the book cover designs of uh, book titles definitely were longer they went crazy on pamphlet designs and book cover designs over the years
2: I mean it was they spared no expense a lot of the time does Races of Men have any illustrations of different races uh, from across the world?
7: Well, it's got illustrations. It does, but they're they're all pen and ink. But I don't. Th- I got it in my hand right now. But it's a uh, to get Ill- really old illustrations. This isn't really the good book for that. This is mainly text. It's a big book and it's old. But I but I happen to have. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it's Ridpath's Paths History of the World, and it's 10 volumes, and it's it's Ooh. this is from the 18, 1890s. Man, and this is packed with illustrations. I could actually do 50 or 60 videos just off the content from these books. The history of the world that is taught after World War II isn't anything that you're going to find in this book, in this series of books here. This is 1890s, but oh. Uh, would well, you say se-
3: that it, it, it's accurate from your uh, idea of from what you've studied about oh, history?
7: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the Nura after the Nuremberg trials, it was over with. The publishing <laughs> world was secure, was secure by one ethnicity, and they controlled all the content. And the revisions began. Oh, yeah. you, the listen, the, the books from the eighteen sixties, eighteen seventies, eighteen eighties are phenomenal. They're the content. You will learn. You will learn grammar, and you will learn of sentence structure you i mean just reading these is is a lesson not just the content about what they're talking about what happened but the writing styles it's almost as if we've become intellectually deficient with time with the with it's uh it's all by design. I mean that's what that's basically my 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 take on everything that has happened because there's no way that a society can claim that they're getting more and more advanced and technologically we seem to be doing that, but at the same time we're getting more and in, more intellectually deficient. Right. We are compartmentalizing intellect. And separating intellect from true knowledge, because these older books—that's where the—that's where the information is.
3: Jason, yes, would you repeat the, the name? Was it
7: Ridpath? Yes, yes.
3: It's a,
7: Yes, Ridpath's History of the World. It's many, many volumes. Awesome, thank you. Yeah, I have I have them right here in my library, but I'm really I'm pretty confident that. You can probably get them as PDFs, either real cheap or for free, as downloads if you can't actually find physical copies. Because I don't know anybody who would willingly come off these books. But uh, I'm pretty sure there are PDF copies floating around. Uh,
2: Johnny, what's that website that uh, – is it Archive that has the images from the different – like what John Levy does the the – the images of like the different prints of things from the past.
0: Oh, he, he uses so many different things. There's the stuff from the Louvre in France and he does like all kinds of stuff, uh, the archives in Washington. Um, it depends on what you're talking about. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different archives that he uses. Sorry. Yeah. I don't, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't know which exact archive archive.org is, I don't know if you're talking about that.
2: No, oh, no, I'd like to check that out.
7: <laughs> you guys got me going through these old books now. Let me put this up. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> we love old you books know? on this show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
7: Well, I mean, we can do we could do more shows in the future if you guys just want to.
0: Oh, for sure, oh. for sure. There's I'm a um, there's, want, Okay, so I found I found a copy. Holy shit! So Ridpath's History of the World, Volume Five, by itself, two hundred and sixty-two dollars. Woo! Ridpath's complete history. Okay, history. The one complete in nine volumes, Two hundred and seventy wow. bucks. For the Something. all nine volumes. All nine volumes. Well, oh, that's not bad. Yeah,
7: that's not bad at all. What year is that one though? Because uh, it was it was republished every year. A new new editions came right, out.
0: This would be. It doesn't say. Mm. It doesn't say. Um...
7: I think, it's, I think they stopped publishing them around 1912,
0: 1913. It's leather. I mean, it's a half-bound leather covers, brown leather on the spine, and corners of gold gilded lettering. Uh, well, oh,
7: it's the, it it's the same ones I got. It's the same ones I got then. Yeah.
0: There's Oh, there's some water standing on one book in the top corner of the first few pages. That's it. $200,
3: $200 for an old book that's leather-bound that's nine volumes. That's not that at all. Yeah. That's
1: really not no, bad. I know. 200 we, for the whole set?
0: 270 that's still, that's a great price. I know. Yeah. Adding it to the basket.
4: Yeah,
7: they Take, be trying to pay their rent.
2: Jason, on one of your videos, I remember hearing you making a comment to either the admins or people in the chat that there were 19 banned words on your YouTube stream. Uh, yep. I, I, I got morbidly curious. What are some of those words?
7: Well, uh, one of them is adrenochrome. I don't need anybody asking me about that on YouTube. We already know whole channels get get... Collapse for that bullshit.
2: Really? Uh,
7: yeah, the yeah. whole t- yeah, the, the whole topic of adrenochrome is toxic for a channel, and if it, and it, when it starts appearing, in see, a lot of guys get their channels uh, uh, deleted not because of the actual video content that they upload to YouTube, but when you read the fine print, and it's pages and pages and pages and pages of the agreement between a content creator and YouTube. When you go through that, you will find out that you can get your channel deleted if if the comment sections are out of control with all kinds, oh, yeah. Of, all kinds oh, of
0: yeah! Oh, yeah, definitely.
7: So, so uh... <clears throat> You will also find, and I know you guys already know this, that first of all, my channel is under severe attack, and it's a lot of other truther channels that are involved in that, and they do it in very clever ways. But my following knows this, and it's almost become a joke. I mean, everybody knows my criminal history; they know my past; they know everything. One hundred percent open disclosure in my videos. Other channels have brought my criminal history up; they can't attack my content, so they so they attack my uh, basically just me and my history, and. But it's blowing my channel up. I mean, in just in the last six days, I've gotten eight thousand new subs. So these attacks continue, but they actually benefit me. I've even talked. I've even chatted with with one of the guys that hosts the channel that is is steadily attacking me, and I'm cool with it. I just told him to carry on because they are boosting the shit out of my analytics right now, and um. <laughs> I'm a, I'll have no problem with it because it's my own, my own subs don't give a damn, and you can read, you can see that, and what their opinions are in all my videos in the in the, uh, in, the in the in the chat. But I will not allow words like adren- adrenochrome because it's not out of the general interest; these are attacks. I don't know who's doing it, but sometimes people will come to the channel and there'll be four or five of them working in tandem and they're all asking the same questions about adrenochrome and, and all kinds of things. And I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to trigger an algorithm. So instead of just blocking a bunch of fucking people that come to my channel, asking all these things transgender, all of a sudden uh, 12 people show up in, on one day and under two different videos are asking me all kinds of transgender questions. No, man, these, these are concentrated... These are deliberate, premeditated attacks, right. either trying to trigger me into a response that they can use against me or trying to trigger the algorithm by using all these different toxic words that, that YouTube definitely pays attention to. So, yeah, I, Adrenochrome is one of those words. Another one is, is uh, I don't need you coming to my channel, sitting there attacking uh, my integrity just based off my criminal history. So I got some other words in there, too, that I block automatically and links because of the, the bots. For some reason my channel attracts bots and if i allow links uh to be posted on my channel i get i get hyper spammed i get videos with with so many so many somebody i don't know what it is it's got to be a computer doing it one one person can't do that many that fast but uh
1: yeah it's um, just they're, they're just... everywhere yeah
0: yeah we get we actually have a uh, a bot protection bot that keeps you know, it's supposed to keep spam out, and it you know it gets filled up. It, it has like a finite amount of uh, keywords that it can trigger. Yeah. It's like you know, yeah. and and I mean, it basically
2: is it basically looks like Ed 209 with a red wig, right?
7: Yeah, I mean, I got other words like I mean the word nigger. I I don't allow that because I've had several people drop it in in the yeah. comment sections and uh, on some, some of my Anunnaki I, uh, on my Nunafiles videos. <laughs> I go into the, 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 in depth about the Anunnaki and a lot of people get racially triggered behind mm-hmm. that because uh, I cite a lot of historical material showing that the entire Anunnaki aliens aliens came to this planet and did all kinds of shit. That's not what the Sumerian records show. They show Caucasian bearded individuals that came on ships and fleets from over the sea from a place called Dillman and they took over Sumer and they built a fantastic infrastructure and, and 900 years later they were referred to as gods, but they were just
2: Caucasians. So you're not a big fan of Zechariah Sitchin? Hell no! I got video. I got videos <laughs> just basically dissecting his material. Yeah, I'm, right. him. I'm Ze- not.
7: A- well,
0: now- Jason,
2: don't don't be mad. I keep a All copy right. of War of Gods and Men in my car because hey, it's, bot- it's fun reading. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good fiction.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely good fiction. Zechariah Sitchin is is far far from factual. He's been debunked over and over and over again i mean he
7: well uh, he was funded by the rockefeller rockefeller right. uh, foundation for a reason i mm-hmm. mean it's uh he and a lot of other people that, that are highly promoted that are that are putting off false versions of history like graham hancock
4: Graham now, Hancock, done, frank I done, joseph I have,
7: done, I, have done, I have no problem sitting there uh, uh talking about graham hancock and robert boville and <laughs> you know, andrew collins and this whole 10, 000- he, atlantis crap
0: graham hancock nice I like that. I caught that. I caught Johnny, that. Did you I mention Frank Joseph? Yeah. I did. I mentioned Frank Joseph. Yes, or Frank Cullen, as we call him, or as we like to know, uh, Mike Enoch. I wonder if Mike Enoch's <laughs> going to start writing conspiracy theory books eventually.
1: Oh lord! <laughs> anyway, uh, Jason, Jason, did you mention Andrew Collins is in uh, from the Ashes of Angels?
7: Yep. What about him now? I'm not all. Uh, listen, all these guys provide value. They sure. have some really good material in all their books. But the problem is, is they're all on board with this idea that the Atlantean civilization was nine thousand years before Salon. This was right. disproven in the days of Plato. Plato had detractors. Plato had had other scholars existing. One of them at the time, one named Eudoxus. Eudoxus he was silenced at the time. Plato just basically, oh, oh I don't know. He just the the establishment picked up the Plato narrative. But the whole Atlantis nine thousand years BC before Salon is bullshit because <laughs> what Plato was describing was not 9,000 years because the Egyptians had no concept of that. Egyptian, The Egyptian chronology is specifically lunar-based, and even Eudoxus said that Solon was mistaken. When they told him 9,000 units of time, It wasn't 9,000 years as the Greeks would have interpreted. It was 9,000 lunations because all the all the dynastic chronologies were based off lunations. That's why we have this misunderstanding today with the Sumerian, the Vedic and the ancient Egyptian and the Mayan calendars. They were all day based and lunar based systems. So they didn't count years
0: when you say when you say that. So so when you say 9,000 units of what did you call it again? The Ludaic? Lunation. It's a lunation. It's a lunation. A lunation. Excuse me. What exactly is yeah. lunation for those of, for those of our listeners who have no idea?
7: OK, ordinarily, it all depends on it depends on who the chronologist was, because the people that the preset was set, they had a slightly different one. It might have might have been twenty eight point five days, although Luxor would have had a twenty nine day one. Okay. It was always in between twenty-eight and thirty days. It was a it was a month. What so you're talking tell- about what?
0: I'm, okay, so a lunation would be what we would consider a lunar month. Okay.
7: Basically, yeah, okay. yes. Okay. I mean, okay. it, it differs. It differs according to the priesthood. But what it does is it puts the whole Atlantis war with the Greeks and the destruction of Atlantis in the 14th century BC, where it really belongs. And we know this because we know that there was no e- Egypt in 9,000 years before the the Egyptian priests of Sace told this story to Salon. There was no Greeks for the Atlanteans to even fight 9,000 years before Salon. There was no
1: Athens 9,000 years. There was nothing
7: 9,000. We have absolutely no evidence archaeologically of any infrastructure anywhere in this world 9,000 years BC, none. So the whole Atlantean story is true, but it's an anachronism. And Graham Hancock's falling for it. Andrew Collins is falling do, for it. Uh, uh, Bovel and so many other Frank Joseph. Yeah, Frank Joseph is falling for. It. But you know what? I don't Frank think Frank Joseph, Joseph
0: is falling for it. I think Frank Joseph is writing yeah. for the opposite side.
7: Uh yeah, Frank Joseph. He's he's. I wouldn't put him in the category of all these others. But he I, writes I about Atlantis more.
0: Like he writes. He's got all those Atlantis yeah.
7: books. Yeah, he he. Uh, I don't know if he if he has dated Atlantis, though, all the way to 10,000 B.C. like these other ones have. I don't know. Mm. I don't know I, that I want
0: I, to go back don't... and look now that I found out who he really is.
2: What about yeah. Connor? What about Connor McDari? I know the name, but I, I'm not familiar. He's with the, the guy.
0: Uh, he does all the ancient Irish stuff. Uh, was it ancient Irish wisdom in Bible and pyramids? Is one of his books? Yeah, yeah.
1: Basically, the the Israelites, the Phoenicians, all of these these ancient seafaring peoples all came out of the ancient <laughs> Irish Druidic traditions. Uh, is he Landis alive today? Irish. He, uh, is, no,
2: in, he no. is. Wait, Conor McTarry is dead. No, Conor McTarry's uh, dead. I was yeah. thinking somebody else. Uh, it's a. Um, Michael uh, Michael Tassarian, Michael, yeah, Michael Tassarian is the one who's been carrying on his message. But basically, uh, M- Conor McDary said that uh, after Atlantis fell, uh, the remnants came to Ireland, and that civilization was spread eastward, not westward. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know that that's basically that's basically the gist of his uh, civilizational theory. <clears throat>
7: Well, it sounds it sounds a lot like E. Raymond Capped and uh,
0: <clears throat> I don't think I've heard of him. Which
7: I, I've read of all of E. Raymond Cap's materials, but listen, the UK has one of the oldest oldest infrastructures ever, and that's with a high. Well, that's about a four hundred year hiatus in a break. It's like a break in civilization. And let me explain. We have. In the UK, we have Durrington Walls. Of course, we have Stonehenge 1, Stonehenge 2, and Stonehenge 3. This is three different developmental periods for Stonehenge. So uh, what you see today isn't isn't even comparable to what the original Stonehenge looked like. Um, So this uh, Silbury Hill and uh, these other sites that are all throughout the uh, UK... They date to the thirty fourth, thirty third, and thirty first century BC. That's a long time ago because it antedates most of the pyramids in the world. It antedates most of the other stone cities in the world. We have, we have all these freestanding places in the U.K., almost as if the U.K. has never suffered all the destructions the rest of the world has gone through repetitively. It's almost been like a safe haven. Yes, there are Welsh triads and traditions about certain areas of the U.K. breaking off and disappearing into the sea, but overall it's been a contiguous it had contiguous civilization unbroken almost the entire time, like China has, except for about a 400 year period where there's no records, traditions, or anything. And uh, the Parthians appeared, and, and I mean, they, I mean, it's just what I'm saying is is the archaeology shows that there was pretty advanced civilization there, and then there was nothing for a very long period of time, and then when it did appear, it was a very slow development until today. So this is just the opposite of what we're taught in anthropology, but in archaeology, we see it clearly only in the UK. In the rest of the world, we see the evidence of all these cataclysms. We see pancaked stone cities like Jericho has 17 levels of occupation. Mm, Mahinjo-Daryl has nine. Yes, it it was destroyed. And then what they do is they take all the rubble and then they flatten it out and they fill it in with lime and they create a whole new foundation for the city, burying everything else. Even the victims of the earthquakes are trapped in the lime all in it down. They don't go in there and rescue people and all that. They fill it all with lime, add all the all the stuff, and they build another city on top of it. And we have this all around the world, but we do not have it in the United Kingdom. So it's almost as if the United Kingdom doesn't suffer all the earthquake things re- the rest of the world suffers and these very very old archaeological sites have been preserved in the uk it's very it's it's a mystery it's very it's very unusual to have these sites that are older than the great pyramid in egypt and they're older in almost every single stone city in the world but they're all they're concentrated right there in the uk and most of them are still freestanding what's but your th- there's a lot what's your there's theory a lot about- of architecture. What, excuse me what's your theory on why that is Well, um, I'm on board with a civilization that was centrally located in the United Kingdom area. I'm not saying that it was principally in Ireland like they are, but in Ireland, we do have the Tuatha de Danon, the the establishment of Phoenician colonies and cities, Mm -hmm. the conquering of the earlier occupants who were gigantic called the Firbogs. The battles of Moitura, which is called the Field of Towers. And this is what a lot lot of people don't realize, that ancient Ireland used to be covered in thousands of very mysterious cylindrical towers that gave off different noises and sounds for inexplicable reasons. They were masterwork. Uh, the doors were too small for humans to fit in. No one really knows what they were, what they are, but they've only been matched in ancient Sardinia, which is exactly the route of the Phoenicians would have taken on their way to the shores of ancient Ireland. Ireland does have an old infrastructure, but it's not as old as the one that was in England
1: and Sardinia as well. Sardinia, Ireland, the UK in general are two absolute hotbeds of uh, ancient giant culture.
2: Oh yeah, yes they Sard- are. Yeah. Yes they
1: are. And
0: Sardinia's uh, got all the underground stuff too, all the underground cities. Yes, they found
1: massive, massive tombs. The people yeah. there, are even, I mean, they're fairly tall even nowadays, but mm-hmm. they just straight up will tell you they are descended of giants. Yep.
7: Well, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. They were also a part of the, CP- the Sea People's Confederation on ancient Hittite reliefs. Their their names have been found as the Chardon and the Chardoni. But their names has not been. Their names really haven't changed much over over the millennia. From Sardinia where in the older, the older Western Semitic, the Chardoni, but they were they were one of the one of the cultures that fought in the Sea People's Confederation that uh, basically kicked Egypt's ass for a while.
0: Well, there you go. It's a more sort of, I guess, it's more um, proof, evidence, or weight on the um, civilization coming out of that and moving towards the east Maybe I have a Connor question might have been ob- obliquely
3: related mm-hmm. um, Jason you were talking about how you thought the chronology, not thought but no, the chronology of Atlantis being 9,000 years old or 10,000 years old is wrong uh, one of my first Paranormies episodes was my favorite uh, it's when they did the Sphinx and there was a lot of interesting uh, stuff I learned about the Sphinx but one of the things that blew my mind but which always never quite sat right with me was the idea that the Sphinx was pointing at the constellation of Leo but if it was actually built um, to be positioned to be a lion not the whatever the head that they the Kang head that they put on later but the original lion head that it would have had and it was positioned with the constellation of Leo it would have pegged it at like 12,000 years old but that seems like uh, far too old as well what do you think about that?
7: That's a really good question, but uh, the original Sphinx was a dog, and it was oh. it was the embodiment. Of, it was a it was a, the embodiment of Canopus and the ancient egyptians the the ancient egyptian sphinxes were all canines as well it was the the introduction of the feline came when the matriarchal societies were de- finally defeated by the amuru which were patriarchal and the this is why you see statues in the ancient near east always showing this large bearded guy holding up two lions like they're just kittens mm-hmm. he's strangling them because because the the uh, the lion was a image. Was a protector of the goddess. You know, was a. It's a. It's basically an image showing defeating the matriarchy. How the patriarchy had defeated the matriarchy, then and, and made the so, goddess all subservient to to the male gods. So that's and not
0: uh, that's not a giant fighting two regular sized lions as as some uh, giant enjoyers or respecters would like to. Often, so.
7: Well, I mean, I don't know, because um, the because of the vapor canopy, we did have titans, giants, and humans all living in the world at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. When the vapor canopy collapsed, that's what it created. And first-generation children born to people who had survived the collapse were giants, but their parents were titanic. They were titans. But then their grandchildren, who were born of the, the generation after the collapse of the vapor canopy, They were just normal sized humans. And this is why in the oldest traditions, we have so much, so many references, not only to normal humans outnumbering the giants, but the giants outnumbering the Titans as well. And that the Titans were always described as having no beginning and no end. The reason they were described this way is because they were from the vapor canopy world, which is a world the rest of the, the people after that didn't understand. And they had no end because they were still living in just fine, even four and five generations after normal humans were already growing old and dying off but uh i I record i I document all this on my channel i I got different videos about the vapor canopy and how it affected how it affected humans titans giants and humans are all human but it's the result of different of living in different biospheres or affected by biospheres but but going back to the sphinx uh it was a dog and any aerial photographs will show you the canine elements. So it's not a lion's tail. It's not a lion's hindquarters. That's a canine's hindquarters. The head was completely shaved away and left this little, little thing that looks like a, a headdress and uh, a human face. But that's not the original and it's easily seen on aerial photographs you can look at any aerial photographs in any modern book at the sphinx and you will see that the head is vastly disproportionate oh, yeah to the, to the, the rest of the body. we it's talked about insane.
0: that when we talked when we did the sphinx episode uh years ago yeah. we, we definitely the whole idea the
7: whole... Yeah, the whole idea that the sphinx is even older than the rest of the the surrounding the areas and all that mm-hmm. it's easily dismissed when we go by the ancient traditions of the egyptians themselves they believed that that whole area of Northern Africa was was anciently called the raised land. It was called the raised land because it came out of the sea. And when it came out out of the sea, it was foreigners that came into the area and educated the ancient Egyptians as to what those monuments were. But they were were buried in seashells, they were half buried in sand, and they were believed to, to, to be buildings and monuments of the gods. This is why the ancient Egyptian civilization that we've been, we've, we've come to know through Hollywood, they, they associate the Great Pyramids with the rest of the Egyptian civilization. But all you got to do is look on a map. All the ancient Egyptian cities of Waset and Karnak, Karnak and Thebes and the entire Valley of the Kings where they buried their pharaohs and, they, and their elected officials. Listen, that's 700 miles south of the Giza complex. The the older Egyptian civilization is is was buried for a long time because of a earthquake that lowered the entire area. This is why we have the unusual uh, geographical features of the nine bows, which is called the Delta region of Egypt for three hundred and forty years between these two two cataclysms that entire area was underwater the pyramids were underwater the sphinx was underwater but the pyramids were undamaged because as scientists know they were covered and protected in 100 inch thick limestone casing blocks that the sphinx did not have the sphinx remained under the mediterranean unprotected for those 340 years and it softened which would
0: explain yeah that would explain all the water damage to the sphinx then
7: I, I give all i give all the the records and, and and sources for that on my channel as well and this is why i do not like uh graham hancock and that whole host of authors i don't like them because not because they're wrong i have no problem with people being wrong that's that's not my issue my issue is is those men are educated and they have read the same ancient text that i have
2: what what about that one guy on ancient aliens that they they Show is a Egyptologist. He's like a creepy little old man, and he says basically that there's uh, hidden chambers inside the Sphinx and and whatnot. And he's the one that says that the the Sphinx is like fifty thousand years old or something like that. Did, did, yeah. What's What's the name of that guy?
7: I don't know. I don't know what his name is. I know
2: it's not. He's got he's a weird a little weird little beard. He's a weird little man. I know when you
7: when you take a piece of paper out, and I've done this for my own subs and showed them. When you take a piece of paper out and you show just how how long it's like a, just, just just use an inch as six thousand years of recorded human history for which we have actual writings, monuments, date stelae, and all that. You you use just an inch and call it six thousand years. Mm-hmm. 50,000 years is on the other side of the paper. And in between in between this supposed event when the Sphinx was made to that little inch you have way over here on the other side of the paper is, on, is no history. I mean, when people see these things linearly demonstrated, they realize how ridiculous they are.
0: Well, right, because yeah. there's, there's no recorded history between when the Sphinx was supposedly built and the stuff that we have. I guess they just knew how to build it and then didn't record anything.
1: Well, it's like we, we have all these stories, you know, in Egypt there's uh Zep-tepi, uh in, you know, Greek or Greco Roman mythology, there's the golden age of Kronos or Saturn. There's all of these pre diluvian um pre diluvian memories and stories and writings that are had. And going a little bit back to Atlantis, I never bought that Atlantis was 20,000 years old or anything. I've been studying this stuff since I was a kid. Um, Atlantis is what got me into all of this, actually. But it's not that this happened 20,000 years ago, 30,000, whatever, and then just nothing occurred in between. It's like uh, Robert E. Howard wrote in his Hyborian Age essay, just shortened all the way down. If you look at the the dates the steli the writings the um uh the star maps that these cultures had and take the time it seems fairly easy to actually see this chronology
2: figure out
0: that it's not as long as they say it is yeah
2: right at least from a broad perspective right so so why is gobekli tepe buried like was that buried by a cataclysm or was that buried by by man's hand
7: okay well academia because they're searching for an explanation for something that is inexplicable has published that they believe that the inhabitants of that area took the time to bury the entire place in dirt and then and then left and, and it, the whole idea is just ridiculous because the manpower in the hours required to just to find the dirt to to bury the place <laughs> it would take longer than actually building it. So it's a, uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous theory. It's, it's, we have, it's not the only one cattle was found the same way. All the Assyrian cities were found under mud. Uh, the, uh, the, the library of Ashur Manipal, eight, 80,000 cuneiform texts. All of them were found in mud. Ur and Ur and Ugarit and uh, Rashamra, they were all found buried in mud. Uh, about eight occupation level levels of Jericho all found in mud this is not anything that's unusual it's just not mentioned anymore it's it's an anomaly and I believe it's I believe it's because of the Phoenix I believe it's because of this horn blast from the sky you know you go on YouTube and 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 if you go on YouTube and you just use the search bar to to for noises from the sky you're going to see, you're going to hear a lot of videos where people are like coming out of hotels or in out their neighborhoods that are just looking up at the sky and you can see all everybody's bewildered and you can hear this machine-like quality of deep noises coming from the blue sky sometimes and this is what i imagine the phoenix Probably starts off as, and then it gets super deafening and loud until everything is vibrating on a frequency that it liquefies. And the last thing to liquefy would be organics. You know, all everything hard would liquefy first because it would be vibrating on that frequency. And dirt, this 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 liquefaction would would leave behind this exact effect. So. It would bury everything. It would just literally sink into the ground. The dirt wasn't imported. It wasn't brought from somewhere else. The dirt was there already, and it's the architecture that sank. The whole area just sank uh, according to weight and density. That's This is why many of the monuments they, they dig up are off alignment. There's stress fractures in the buildings and stuff, because they didn't just sit there and get buried. They sank under some type of cataclysmic phenomenon.
2: Like yeah. liquefaction, right? That's what, yes, yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's what
7: we call mud floods.
0: That's what you see a lot of um, in a lot of these buildings, where you see like the uh, windows at uh, you know at or below ground level, uh, where they definitely have you know floors below ground level, where they where they've built yeah, up if- where they built stairs to what would be the second or third floors of these courthouses or libraries or or post offices or just you know just buildings in like you know all over the place. You see them all over the place in Massachusetts and Ohio and uh, these older cities in like Tennessee and whatever. There's all kinds of it looks like this liquefaction event has taken place all over this, you know, this continent for sure. At some point, well, it that's, is,
7: they, it is a genuine it. mystery. It is a genuine mystery for the simple fact is we don't have records of any event happening since those right. buildings are allegedly built. Right. That's a that's a problem so, right. yeah, so either
0: they were here either they were here before this alleged history you know and this history was just uh rewritten by like what they like to call you know like the like the John Levi calls the inheritors
2: People yeah how just, deep does Ames monument really go
0: right exactly or when you see the um like the mud flood uh the graphic representations of mud flood you'll see like the the top parts of the buildings and then they go down you know like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet underground and there's just these huge spires and they would be they would be uh super skyscrapers had had they not been buried right not just well, skyscrapers
1: we know there are dumps all over this continent so right and so <laughs> who's know, to say they, that those dumbs
0: they... weren't exactly above ground before a lot of these uh tunnels, uh are believed to be um just insides of melted buildings and stuff right yeah
1: it's when i was um the root systems of crystal trees right
3: when i was in in uh college early 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 2000s and the late 1990s my parents would take me to mexico city every once in a while and when i went there one of the the main cathedrals uh really important to catholicism uh they they built a really monst- this monstrous uh modern dis- disgusting thing but there's the old really cool type buildings and one of them was sinking into the ground and they said it's because it was built on swampland and it's uh like literally tilted and kind of sinking and they've got all this ballast and all these things that are holding it up so that it doesn't completely collapse and then in the middle of the city like you've got the plaza mayor which is the main city square right and you can just walk like one minute past the main center of the city. And there's this massive archaeological excavation going on back in the 90s. And it was all of these Aztec ruins. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we found this. And it was under the city. And I I didn't really think I didn't have the knowledge base back then to understand what was going on. I was just like, oh, OK. It's like, how did an entire Aztec city end up underneath the ground of the city that is currently built? on top of it and i I guess that must have been one of the events that happened was in mexico city as well right
7: well Well, i mean skull i gotta tell you this since you mentioned that listen there was a guy in 1909 through 1912 who did some excavations that are absolutely shocking they're about 60 miles outside of mexico city today and his name was william niven in the academic academia went to war against this man. You can read all about it in old articles, newspapers, magazines. He they went to war against this man, he found. Pyramid cities. He had a large, extensive excavation crew, and they were digging up all this stuff outside of Mexico. And they, this, this is a pyramid-building civilization that antedates anything in Mexico today. Teotihuacan, uh, Tenochtitlan, these old, these, these Aztec and Toltec cities. It was way older than that. And the proof of this, and this is the reason why academia went to war with William Niven, was because he showed and excavated tablets that were in no known, uh, uh, with glyphs of no known provenance. They didn't know what language this was. It wasn't Mesoamerican, they had no idea. But with, with the human skeletons that were strewn all throughout the ruins, it was a cataclysm that ended them, were also the skeletons of mastodons that were being used as, as, as basically beasts of burden. And it completely, completely disproved the entire uh, geological, this whole, this whole historical model that has been foisted upon us since the days of Charles Lyle. Uh, and uh, anyway, they went to war with this man. But even more, that, 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 all these were found underground in Mexico. But even more mysterious is the 1880s in Hevener, Oklahoma. They're still doing coal mine stripping there right now, even today. And uh, I had somebody send me an email recently. Saying, Where in been, Oklahoma? It's in Oklahoma. outside of Hevener, Oklahoma. There are these strip mines. They've been using, they've been mining, mining things here for over a century. So they, uh, somebody recently sent me an email from there saying, man, it's fascinating that you knew all this material about it. I said, no, not really. I just read it out of an old book. But in 1880s, coal mining was shut down in Hevener, Oklahoma, when they broke through an open cavity underground and the entire floor was pavement of black obsidian-like stones that was masterwork. So they started digging in the cavern and they found walls and pieces of other structures and they realized this is two miles below the surface of Oklahoma. They found evidence of an infrastructure down there. But they got shut down. Government came in, shut them all down, and they had to close that area. They dynamited all kinds of stuff. And then they turned around and resumed coal mining operations outside of Hevener, but in a different location. How do you spell that? Wow. Hevener, Oklahoma. I, I have a I have a video that goes into detail about it, where you can get that information. But it's a H-E-A-V-E-N-E-R. Hevener, Oklahoma.
1: H-E-A-Z-E-R. Like Heave Ho. Oh, this is where I've heard of it. The Hevener Runestone.
7: Yeah, Heavener, Heavener, Oklahoma. That's it, but it's not the only one. Here here in the United States there have been there have been wooden ships. Oh
4: yeah. That
7: have been found underneath mountains. There have been human skeletons that have been found on like the Calaveras skull in California has been found underneath a mountain. Listen, they found? It's a, it's amazing all the things that have been found underground.
3: That's just oh, some yeah, evidence con- con- of evolution, con- Jason.
7: I don't know about that, one, bro.
1: <laughs> uh, the colorado river valley you know they found entire civilization um incredible civilized work um you know goldsmithing that uh was called on par with the
6: scythians
3: yep. um my uh, my friend yesterday just shared an image of course the attached text says something ridiculous but it's a uh, just like you were just saying it was a coal seam and um in the coal there is a wheel that's like a spoked wheel. And of course the text that goes along with the image says 300 million year old wheel found in, it's like yeah, what
7: yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they do that a lot, especially in a uh, forbidden archeology span by Cremo and Thompson. It's about, it's about an 1100 page book, but they've got a lot of photos in there of things that have been found in coal seams, like bills, rings, necklaces. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, Cold, they, they cold always... beds are evi- are evidence of an infrastructure that was burned and buried rapidly, mm-hmm. no doubt. Right,
0: and they, but they always attach some sort of ridiculous date to it, you know. Um, so apparently the the Havener Runestones is uh, allegedly evidence of Vikings in uh, ancient America.
7: Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Well, I, I mean, we 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 know they were here right. because of the yeah. kins the Kensington Runestone is absolute proof that they were here. Right.
0: This uh,
1: is
7: the Havener Runestone, yeah
1: yeah really? I mean we have we have ancient uh northern Europeans Anglo-Saxons Vikings uh Irish Welsh uh the Mandan tribe are, are were Welshmen mm-hmm. yes, they were. essentially right. yes, they the were. Israelites Phoenicians made it here Solutreans. Solutreans
7: Yeah, they were mining copper they were mining copper in Michigan and Ohio Valley for a long time mm-hmm.
1: that was a huge oh yeah that was a huge mining operation
7: well that
0: was the Olmecs, um, right
2: yeah, that's the episode the we Olmecs did about the, the Olmecs yeah. being the Jaredites from the the Book of Mormon. Uh, yeah, the, yes. the 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 guy right. that was doing that. What was the name of the? Um, oh man, that was a while ago. Yeah, he was doing that presentation, and he was saying he was saying basically the Jaredites were the ones that were doing all the copper mining, and you could find proof of it in some of the Olmec tools.
3: Right. The George Floydites.
1: <laughs> yes, that's. They, <laughs> they coincided with all that. They I couldn't that. We made a lot
0: of. I mean, they have again. statues of him, so yeah, yeah, large, large. They they could probably breathe.
2: They could have had a. <laughs> they could have been having allergic reactions to some of the tree frogs.
0: This is true. Maybe don't eat the tree frogs next time. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, to, to you to lick, lick the tree frogs.
3: Tree frogs are for licking. I would not. I wouldn't, not d- I wouldn't do that much. either.
0: Ain't <laughs> make get that.
7: Yeah, the world, hey, the, our world, like I say all the time, our world is not what you think. It's not just it's not just human artifacts. I mean, I was right. just on a podcast recently with uh David, David Nino Rodriguez. He's he's no he's he's mainly into the Patriot movement and all that, but we didn't talk about that. We talked about other things. And uh I mean there are anomalies. I, I have a video that shows about a hundred photos of fossils that just shouldn't exist. Uh, fossilized jellyfish, fossilized plankton. I mean, how do you fossilize an earthworm? How are butterfly wings preserved in petrification? How is this possible?
0: Yeah, that that was I mean, that one always bothered me. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Incredible. So,
7: yeah, it's all clam beds. I mean, any marine bi- biologist knows when clams die, the muscles relax and the clams open. And this is how, how pearl hunters find the best finds all the time. But that's not what we find in the fossil record. In the fossil record, whole clam beds have been found, and all the clams still have their shells closed, meaning they died instantly. Right. But because, the, but it's just a—we uh, have more evidence that the entire world was just shut down, flash frozen in a second. I mean, some of the pictures that I have that I show are 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 marine creatures deep in the sea. Listen, these are oceanic creatures that are giving birth and their young are still in the birth canal when they were petrified. How do you get petrified and turned to stone when you're swimming through water? You follow me?
0: Yeah, just it a, doesn't make any, I got, doesn't I got, make any sense yeah, at all. Yeah, I've got a whole
7: bunch of them. My theory is, is that the entire world at one time was flash frozen in an instant. Every ocean was frozen all the way to the seabed. It had to have been an instant because a lot of the fossils that we have, I've got pictures of them. It's fish in the middle of swallowing another fish and they're flash frozen animals fighting each other their hackles are all raised hairs out claws and they got flash frozen i mean the fossils that we have found are phenomenal but they're like pictures frozen in time of a world that no longer exists none of this none of this should be should be if if the uniformitarian natural selection evolutionary model is true this is all this is all too anomalous there's right. it's inexplicable so they don't talk about it but uh there are they're all really good books. They're just not popular. There's a book called Evolution Cruncher. It's about nine, it's about it's written by Christians, Christian scientists, but it's the data is irrefutable. And it's it, it's called Evolution Cruncher, and it's like a seven dollar book. They make it cheap. It's found all over the world. This book will open your eyes about all the even the artifacts, technological artifacts, even all the weird stuff that have been that has been found in the ground this one book alone you don't need any other books this one book alone will absolutely convince you that the scientific world is full of shit
0: well we already believe that here
1: yeah Yeah. absolutely i'm i'm gonna pick up this book but we definitely already believe that and damn charles lyle and damn charles darwin oh yeah the charles is
7: yeah you know what charles darwin isn't so much to blame because he was honest in his writings, he specifically said that there's nothing truer than the fact that our world has been destroyed by repeated cataclysms. And evolutionists and scientists, they don't like to quote that, but that was his conclusion to his research. The theory of evolution and natural selection didn't really come from Darwin. They used him basically as a headpiece a, to spearhead the deal. The actual theory was Charles Lyell. Charles Lyell was the one that pretty much promoted it, popularized it, and then used Charles Uh, the earlier Charles as a reference, even though he was misinterpreting a lot of what the man said.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they did the same thing with you know, they did the same thing with Einstein, they do it it all the time.
7: Yeah, Yeah. Einstein's a moron. Einstein, I have a video about Einstein. I to me, Einstein was a moron. Oh, yeah. I wish he was a lot of a woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. i don't know i don't know about that but i know he was i know he wasn't near he he did not have near the intellect that is that that the jewish community today passes off to it's no
0: no he was the original um a beautiful mind not beautiful mind what was the one uh i don't like them apples goodwill hunting he was the, yeah he was the, <laughs>
2: oh rain man rain, rain, rain man. man he
0: was like yeah he was like the, the yeah because i mean he's like the retard that worked at the at the patent office that somehow was actually the smartest person on Earth.
7: yeah yeah, no, just, just
0: just another pack. example of a retard they put in front of you and tell them that they're smart. Just like Stephen Hawking, you know, they this retard is this, this this thing in a wheelchair with teeth keep growing, you know, like, four, like three or four different things, right? In, in a wheelchair in and to tell you, oh look at look at you. Went to around. Epstein's <laughs> island, right? Oh, yeah, he's gonna go to Epstein Island get his wheels waxed, oh, you know, right? Yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know it's wheels wax. <laughs> yeah. So hey, I don't want hey. to know what he's doing with.
0: The hey, listen, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, chair. what the fuck is what is what is Stephen Hawking doing at Epstein Island? Really, seriously, come on, guys. But like, no, they put him in front of you. They're like, look at you with your two good legs walking around, able to do math on a piece of paper. He does quantum calculating in his head, and he, and he breathes into a tube, and and the answers come up on a computer screen. Hi, he's smarter than you, normal person. You'll never be as yeah, smart I'd just, as this this I'd retard just push chair. Down a flight of stairs. right? <laughs>
1: yeah. And then
0: you know, the same thing with Helen Keller. Any, any of these, any of these, these amazing humans that they put in front of you—they're always fucking handicapped.
1: Oh, Helen Keller, you know, apparently a uh, Greta rights activist and a communist,
0: right? Greta, yeah. Tell me how a per- person who's deaf, blind, and dumb understands what the word "although" means. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to know. If you can explain, if anybody can explain it to me, they
3: tapped it into her hand, Johnny. Yeah, Uh,
0: right. But like the concept of the word, although
3: right, they, 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 you don't know how these people can communicate because they're they're smarter than you right they're geniuses that's
1: what it actually, is I would, I would love for matt walsh to ask helen keller what is a woman
3: oh
0: man
1: <laughs> my favorite uh, well, i would tell
3: picture. you in my british accent one of the, my favorite the Greek language
0: is the equivalent of the violin oh my god if, if the <laughs> helen keller actually said something like that yeah, one of my favorite <laughs> pictures is you uh, never uh, heard helen keller wasn't it wasn't wasn't helen keller and einstein wasn't there like a helen keller and einstein photo photo shoot once
2: yeah, with yeah. Mary Carey too.
0: Yeah, with Mary. Oh yeah, dude, really? Yeah, like all three. And, and Nikolai all- Tesla. No, stop it. It was Nikola a big Tesla, group photo. The only two—that'd <laughs> be a hell of a group photo. But <laughs> the only—well, that's the other thing. Like Tesla, the only two pictures of Tesla are fucking composites. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Tesla probably a, I mean- Tesla. Like, I- I'm telling you guys, I don't think Tesla existed. I don't care. He's another one of those. You're sitting on way achievement, Johnny. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> So I certainly
1: shit. I certainly have a long way to go figuring out what the Tunguska event was Jason I know you've talked about that uh, quite extensively
7: I do have a video on it it's I uh, I don't have a lot of new material to offer to the table I pulled most of my sources out from the Soviet the Soviet uh, the Soviets went and filed filed reports of everything that they had learned about it shortly after it happened and in their official reports. Their official reports are not not what's used in in anybody who's talking about the event now. They talk about it was a bolide that detonated, could have been a comet, could have been a meteorite, whatever. But that's not what the Russians found at all. When the Russians investigated it, the very first thing they found was a lot of eyewitnesses that all said that it changed directions in the sky three different times, as if it was looking for a good place to land or something. And uh, they said it acted with intelligence. And it looked like it was like a mayday type of situation, whatever it was. And it moved way too slow in the sky for it to have been a meteorite. And when it detonated, it knocked people two hundred miles away off their feet. It affected barometers in England, all the way to England. It changed the color of the skies. The aurora borealis were seen for a long time after that. Uh, I, no one really knows what it is. I mean. Uh, all we all we can go by I don't go by you know the modern reports. They don't know what you're talking about. They try to make it sound like uh a it's a natural
1: oh, event. Yeah, or yeah, or
7: yeah but it wasn't. It was something event. else. Yes, it was definitely something else. And yeah. uh I mean, no, nothing natural changes directions multiple times and, and moves that slow through. A meteorite, you're not going to see a meteorite traveling at 45,000 miles per hour, entering our atmosphere for more than three and a half, four seconds. So this is something that was in the sky for a while, and many people got to see it. It, it had traversed a, a vast swath of Siberia and then changed directions three times before it detonated.
4: Hmm.
0: That is, that is yeah, that is definitely not a natural Phenomena.
7: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I don't. I, I don't even speculate. I, I have no right, idea. Right. I have no idea what it is. All I did was put out a video showing that that <laughs> what, what we have from the original reports isn't what's being shown on like Gaia or twi- or any of these modern mystery shows. Yeah.
0: I still get emails from Gaia like every day.
1: Anything named Gaia is gay. Yeah. Yeah. Very
0: much so. Very much so. <laughs> oh man. All right. <laughs> well, listen, guys. <laughs> This has been this has been a great Jason. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us, man. We're gonna have to do more shows together.
7: Um, yeah, man. You guys got to send a theme my way, and man, I got I have I have a vast amount of information on a wide variety of topics. Y'all send me a theme, I can prepare something, and we can we can do a two three hour blast. Sometime. Hell yeah,
0: man!
1: That'd be awesome. Sounds good. yes. All
0: right. Well, we are going to wrap this up. Uh, This will be the weekend. Excuse me. With the weekend, Paranormies. Uh, We're going to get out of here. There will be no live reading of the creepypasta because the live stream is dead. So there will be a creepypasta after this. So, um, Jason, everybody can check you out at Archaics on YouTube and Archaics.com, right?
7: Yes, sir. If this would have been a video, y'all would have seen my
1: Halloween mask.
0: Ah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna eventually start doing that, maybe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll do our best. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. it's hard for guys like us.
7: <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I, I, I'm I'm going as Nancy Pelosi this this Halloween.
2: Not right. her husband. Oh god. <laughs> well,
0: you got yeah. You have to have a hammer sticking out the back of your
1: head. Great. <laughs> <Ooh. Right. laughs>
2: Oh,
0: yeah,
1: God,
2: out, Paul, what out, are you
0: doing with the hammer, Paul? What are you doing? Put the
2: hammer down. Content. Yeah, What's it that turned that out is? his paid escort didn't go as planned. Right.
0: <laughs> the cops came in. They were both naked, each of them holding a hammer. Like <laughs> This is like a, this is really this like a, what started off as, as, does this look like monkeypox?
2: And Jesse Smollett's like, oh, shit, here we go again.
0: Right. <laughs> Jesse Smollett's over in the corner with the hand over his face crying. Oh, my God. You know that one picture? Yes. This
3: is Pelosi Country. Oh god,
0: yeah. Oh.
1: It's Northern California. Of course it's course a Pelosi Country. country.
0: <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, right, alright, 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 Well, All right. we are <clears throat> we are gonna get out of here. And we will see everybody Tuesday live on Pill D Live in Odyssey. Uh for everybody else. I'm giant. We're gonna get out of here. We'll see y'all later.
2: Later. later. Time travel makes you gay.
6: Deep in the forests of the north lay a sizable village community whose present company is unbeknownst to them. A heretical necromancer from the far east who is hidden amongst them has chosen this night and this location as a terminus for his ill-gotten gains. The Dark Lord who has come to sow the seeds of Maleficent Deeds has begun his chorus of chants inside a desolate home in the midst of the public square. Rashi Sachnik, an exiled priest turned necromancer, now saw the fruits of his labors unfold. Many lives were the cost of the scrolls gathered before him, and confident he was in his ability to seek information he greatly desired in another plane, another realm of existence. He felt assured in his abilities to open the gate. Many other realms and their denizens are found to be of great use for such abhorrent sojourners. Many priests and wizards were known to open access to the Abyss, but he had no interest in that God's damned domain. The true power he sought would be found in the negative energy plane. A place most mortals had no interest in going or gathering information from, and it was not as easy to leave as it was to enter. The cost for many too great. The plane is also a place of complete hopelessness, not an area one would imagine finding anything of use. Rashi, however, had found the secret to avoiding the unholy process of anchoring his own soul as a conduit. He would use the ancient scroll he obtained to achieve a temporary stasis considered undeath. Much like a true lich, this reckless necromancer meant to bind his soul into a temporary phylactery. He considered himself an advanced artificer and was quite proud of his strange glass bauble, which he swirled around between his fingers on his necklace and watched the insides writhe. He grinned a wicked, toothy smile and began his song. The candles were the first signal that things began. All the flames had stopped their movement. The fire within the hearth ceased as the flickering radiance became less and less. The oil lamp on the table seemed to have its light pulled in one direction, towards the new opening forming from a swirling shadow below. A yawning, eternal gulf of darkness overcame the room immediately, and Rashi Sachnik found himself slipping into another place. He looked back once to see the world he left as a photonegative. And then, despair took him. The barrier put in place by the gods to separate the prime material plane from the dark realm cannot accept an entry without the expiration of one of its own denizens. Just as there are heroes that exist in our realm, the antithesis must exist in the shadow fell, And so in Rashi's place, a nightwalker, a hero of the undead realm, loomed from the shadows that were blacker than the night. The splintering wood gave way as the behemoth raised up higher and higher, twenty feet of towering death and darkness. It cocked its faceless head to the Stablemaster, who stood gasping in terror and began at once. The only reason for its existence was the extinction of life. Panic-stricken cries rang into the autumn night as some of the villagers scrambled every which way, and most of them, once laying eyes upon the towering death, stood frozen in place. Not a moment passed, or perhaps it was many, and in that moment it seemed as time itself stood still as the flames. A wave of hopelessness fell over the cottages surrounding the Nightwalker. Some cried, some dropped their weapons to the ground, and others trembled as urine ran the course of their legs. An actual aura poured forth in a fog of shadow, emanating from the creature. The guard captain stood, hand on his still-sheathed sword, not knowing what orders to give, not even remembering it was he who needed to lead the men. His hopeless quagmire of emotion was broken by the standard-bearer crying out next to him, to arms! Then, as if summoned by the dreadful thing on cue, it lifted its arm and pointed to the man who dared rally against it. His cries for action turned to screams of pain, and then gasping for air that would not draw into his lungs. His skin quickly turned pale, then white, as he suddenly withered like a date forgotten in the summer sun. His armament clattered about him as he crumbled like a rag doll to the ground. His eyes turned white completely, and bone and skin seemingly being all that remained of the man, as he let out his death rattle. The captain raised his sword high into the air, knowing this was a battle beyond any of them. But not one they would fight as cowards. There would be no running or hiding from this towering assassin. As the men on the guard towers turned artillery to the target, the annihilating aura spread out further and faster. Small crops and ivy turned to a dry rot, and the fires and lanterns about the town went dark. The dead, they rise! Men and women cried out, still scrambling to hide from the initial terror, as limbs and faces pulled through the dirt of the chapel grounds. Luckily the town was prepared for the disturbance of their unconsecrated fallen. Many iron cages laid over the graves, and so the arms and lipless grinning faces of the dead did little but grasp through the bars. The small reprieve brought action from the garrison, and the men started firing upon the Nightwalker with abandon. Quarrels tipped with poison, and some concussive blasts aided by oil of impact flew from crossbows and into its body. If it felt any pain, it showed no sign of it. Wizards brought forward all arcane abilities at their disposal pelting the monster with crackling, lightning, and fire. Still, the monster showed no hindrance. The conflagration of the shadowy form extinguished as soon as the barrage gave way. As the revelation of despair set in, as if on cue, a howling screech rang through the air as shades and wraiths Much older dead things poured out of the ancient forest and tombs in the area. The order of death acted as nectar to the undead lackeys that now swarmed the village. Entropic hunger of the undead brought long-buried entities of the past spilling forward from crypts long forgotten by the now living. The living who would soon join their swelling ranks. The soldiers battled the death around them, though too many began to fall. For every undead creature turned away or dustified, another seemed to take its place as a denizen of the undead came into the fray or one of the fallen townsfolk rose up and joined their ranks. Two paladins flanking the guard captain busied themselves with defensive castings while pushing back the zombies and whites with blow after blow from their enchanted maces. One of them used their magic shield to fend off a cleric as he called forth luminous magic he held for encounters only as drastic as this. The Cleric brought his hands together and cupped them out towards the Night Stalker who now took special interest in them. A ball of light, small at first, slowly came forth from his hands. It grew brighter and larger. Magically enhanced light, given divine properties, became a beacon in the darkness, growing to an immense proportion. The large orb sat and hung in the sky above the head of the giant. White bright light poured down around all the combatants. Shades and wraiths curled up and dissipated, giving out pained otherworldly shrieks as they winked out of existence. Many of the undead or the ghouls stopped in their tracks, shielding their eyes if they had the wherewithal to do so. Even the Nightstalker itself, who had shown no signs of exhaustion, stumbled back and turned away. The light gave hope to the wounded and dying alike. All men squinted their eyes, grasped their swords, and found new hope. They began to slash and stab at the creatures before them. Many of the dead began to flee, looking to find reprieve from the bright light in the night sky, the beacon of hope over Barovia. Then two large hands cupped the mock sun. The Nightwalker, the embodiment of negative energy, took in its hands the powerful white light and closed its grasp around it winking out the light, and thus the last flittering hope of the people below it. Captain Dreyfus brought his arms down to his sides and his shoulders slumped. The giant came directly over him and pointed that finger of doom at him. He closed his eyes and waited. When nothing happened, He dared opening them to see the night walker before him still. Only its finger, its hand, its entire form began to swirl and dissipate, becoming less corpulent every second, until the faceless visage of the horned head was the last thing looking back at him. Then it was gone, to be a nightmare forever on. As calls for help and pleas for healing spells rang out through the night, the remaining men began relighting torches and gathering the wounded. The losses were astounding. At least half the village was gone. Captain Dreyfus and his paladins at his call marched to the small, now roofless home that the creature had appeared from. Their strange guest from the east lay there on the floor, writhing and squirming, spattering incoherently. The spell or the bauble had expired, pulling the man back from the shadow realm to his body and thus returning the walking death where it belonged. Take him! The men brought the necromancer to the back of the chapel and set him upon a stake. They lit him without hesitation, and the blubbering, broken shell of a man barely conscious of his whereabouts began to scream as his robes caught fire. He burned slowly. And once his dying breath came, the fire was unceremoniously doused, and he was pulled down from the stake. Still crisp and smoking, the fiendish servant of chaos was quartered. His remains were posted at the corners of the village gates as a warning. That day would be commemorated in Barovia as the Day of the Dead.